What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Whiskey Knife Fight. I just have to say that there were some technical difficulties recording this episode. I My internet went out, and doing a live show with your internet being very spotty is uh, not, not always the easiest thing ever, but I think we made do with what we had, and uh, I've done everything I could to make this episode still just kind of flow smoothly without too many interruptions from my internet so if you want to see all the fun and <laughs> some of my crazy frozen faces you can go check out the live video that we did or the, the upload of the live video we did over on the whiskey knife at youtube channel but for here for the most part you're not going to hear much about my technical issues but this episode was about hobbies and what happens when you turn your business adventures into hobbies and also what jeremy and i are into that are outside our youtube channels the stuff that we enjoy that we don't necessarily talk about on the internet a whole lot, if at all. So sit back, grab a drink and enjoy episode four of whiskey night fight. Dude, you know what I totally forgot to do today? I, I, I forgot to post anything about the podcast on social media today. I am not at all surprised <laughs> because I haven't heard anything from you at all yeah. since last week. Yeah, I forgot. I posted the thing because the cigar sold out and I got doing that today and then I forgot to post my story. I need to do that. Maybe I should do it now. Maybe you should. Maybe you should have done it like. Oh, I don't know. Six, <laughs> Six hours, hours ago. Hours ago. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good, probably a good, 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 good point. That's a solid point. Solid point. So there were cigars selling out today. There was a lot going on. I just forgot. I forgot. That was, that's I've my been bad. over here, like editing the podcast and pumping the podcast oh, and running that. the second channel and trying to drag ideas out of you. And- <laughs> just trying to pick fights with me, you some bitch, what you try to do. <laughs> Yeah, Jeremy and I last night were bickering like a married couple. It's pretty good. <laughs> we always do that, though, I feel like. That's that's like whenever you have friends that you talk to a lot, you get into those kind of things. You know that's what I true. mean? Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like if you don't, it's kind of like if I don't make fun of you, I don't like you. Yeah, if I don't, we talked about that last week. Yeah, if I don't argue with you a little bit about shit, because like people I don't care about, I just, I'm like, yeah, okay, man, whatever. I don't even bother because I just don't give a shit, <laughs> right? I'm like, yeah, your opinion means about dick all. <laughs> like, so, so the 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 argument that we had though was was kind of like a the reason I say we're arguing like a a married couple is because y- you were like, you never let me choose the topic anymore. <laughs> well, no, it's because I've been trying to do whiskey for like three weeks, and you've been like, no, let's do this, let's do that. I'm like, man, it's whiskey knife fight. We gotta fucking do whiskey. whiskey. Oh, you gotta build. The pyramid of suspense. Build also, it. we talk about whiskey like thirty-five percent of the time. We, we anyway. actually, we actually do. That's no joke. <laughs> we really, we do, we do end up. You know, yeah, we do end up spending at least twenty or thirty minutes of podcast talking about whiskey. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and we will so tonight because we always go over what we're going to drink and stuff. So exactly. So eventually, there will be a, a full-on show about whiskey. But like I was telling you, it'd be great to get the bourbon junkies on or. Somebody who, you know, can kind of equal you in terms of whiskey knowledge, whereas I'm just kind of a floundering 
No, they're, they, uh, pheasant. they said they would, you know, it's funny you say pheasant. They have a shirt called the drowning pheasant because the bourbon junkies have a technique for tasting whiskey. They called the drowning pheasant where you put oh, the whiskey no, in I your mouth. Myself, I called myself a peasant. Oh, I thought you said, pheasant. I saw, I'm sorry. I thought you said pheasant because <laughs> they, they have a, 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 a tasting technique called the drowning pheasant where you, <laughs> you take a sip of whiskey and then you hold it in your mouth and you tilt your throat back. So it goes back your throat almost till you feel like you're drowning and then lean back forward so it coats the whole palate. They call it the drowning pheasant. I'll have to let Dan that explain sounds, it when he comes that on. That sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, it, horrible. It actually kind of works, though, because you get like the whole palate. But anyway, <laughs> they said they'd be happy to come on whenever uh, whenever we're ready to have them on. So it'd be fun to have them on. And they, they do live streams and podcasts and stuff. So they've got all the gear. So it'd be an easy, an easy crossover. Yeah, nice. Well, uh, unrelated, but I just noticed that I forgot my tripod laying on the floor here. Uh, next to that, so this is the tripod. This you're, you're not gonna see because it it's out of focus, but that is my jib. You you know what I did? Uh, hopefully you didn't I, break it. I broke my damn jib. Are you kidding me? Ah, uh, you just got it back. Okay. I know it's okay. It still works. It still functions. But uh, I took off the head. I was in a hurry doing some B-roll stuff on Friday. I took off the head mm-hmm. and sat that on the table, and I let go of the tripod, and the whole thing goes, I mean, because uh, it's dude, fucking yeah, super, 20 pounds. It's super top-heavy, man. It broke my battery mount off, just ripped that shit right off. Uh, well, that's pretty minor, though. You can still... I can still use the AC power, but right. I don't have a way to use batteries on it now. Oh, <laughs> dude, and see, I always... I use batteries on the jib motor, and then I use... AC power on the head because yeah, so the jib is what broke because the jib having those batteries in the back actually helps counterweight like my heavier cameras. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well now I've got to figure out, I have to rebalance everything, but I got to figure out, uh, can you just, um, can you just buy a new battery mount or did it snap like it to where it won't, you wouldn't be able to attach a new one. I was in such a hurry on Friday. I just threw it to the side, which is why it's still there. And, uh, I, I don't know yet, so I'll have to look at it. You, you might be able tomorrow. to. And even if you, like, broke the mount, you could maybe, like, uh, like do I, some of those, I like, can, Velcro strips or something. You know what I mean? I can rig it somehow. Right, sure. right, right. Can do a but little. It, it also broke my batteries. So that's that hurt. sucks because those batteries are not cheap. That's hurtful. That's yeah, hurtful. Them. What's on your wrist this week? I feel like it's probably the same thing, isn't it? It actually is. Uh, hold on one second. Sorry, I was setting up some stuff. Um, I'll see in how many. Yeah, see, we're at a lower view count than normal. I should have put that on social media. Shit, I can't believe I forgot to yeah. do that. That's a it's fail. It's all on you. It's all yeah. on me. It's a fail. Hard fail. Hard fail. I can still put it out there while you're talking or something. Uh, it's the uh, the old Seiko. You know what I found out, though? Funny talking about Seiko real quick. Short story. I'll try to keep it short. I know I talk a lot. Um, uh, one I did want to mention at the beginning of the podcast again before we got going to all the people making comments because I've seen people ask some questions that the way the podcast are going is we're not really reading comments uh, throughout the podcast. There will be a question and answer portion toward the end. So if we're ignoring your your questions, please don't think we're being rude. Just throughout the normal podcast, we don't look at that to kind of stay on topic. And then once a month, we're going to have the Friday night hangouts where we will be reading comments the entire time. But just so you guys don't think we're being rude, that's the deal. Um, what I was now back to what I was saying, I realized I had my, the strap was wrong this whole time. Like the other day, I was clasp on backwards. No, I didn't have it on backwards, but I, I don't know. I guess when I took, when I sized it, I took links 
more links out of one side than I should have or something. And I was looking at it and I noticed that the class was like way over to one side. And I was like, yeah. So it, it, sometimes it works out that you have to have one more link out. Right. And the on, way I typically like to do it is if I have to have one extra link in, I have it on my inside wrist side. So towards the bottom of the watch. And that makes the clasp sit a little towards the outside of your wrist on the bottom and make sure that it, it just means that the, the watch sits Centered. flat on. Yeah. Right. But which if I, you do it the other way, it'll kind of sit on the outside of your wrist a little bit. Right. Which I realized that it was, it was messed up. So I switched all that out today. And it, I like it a lot better. I'm like, oh, wow, that was way more centered now. Uh, but, yeah, again, it's uh, the same watch as uh, yeah, 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 as last week. The good old – this. I tell you, this probably is my most worn watch, if I'm being honest. Um, Why not the Oris? Well, because the Oris is a little more expensive, and, you know, I don't want to hurt it as much. Um, That's why you have it. No, I mean – don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of use your shit. I'm no safe Queens kind of guy. I definitely wear the Oris on a regular basis, but like this, I just don't, this is like my beater, right? Like this is the do everything. Don't care. Watch where the Oris I'm a big fan of wearing it and wearing it frequently, but I do tend to baby it a little more than I baby this because whatever. No surprise here. I'm rocking the Christopher Ward. Christopher Ward, baby. C65 I do. Trident GMT and it, uh, GMT, and it looks better on leather. I it do think I does. like it better on leather. I, I still say I've never found one yet, but I say a natural leather strap would look dope. Natural. I, I would like this better on like a cognac. Have you ever so, seen a nat- Have you ever seen a natural leather strap? Do you they could make probably them? get one from Craft and Lore. Craft and lore. I'll have to look. I think he might make them. Uh, Popov may do it. I know I've seen some before. Yeah. Because I tell you, ever since uh, Michael at Dasa Fenimir, which actually it's not Dasa Fenimir anymore. I think he's finally done his name change. I think it's Open Ocean now or Open Sea or Open. I think he's done his, his, his name change. I think he changed. I don't think it's really Dasa Fenimir anymore. Anyway. Well, that's what Dasa Fenimir means. Right. The well, open sea. Right. I think he changed the company name to that because the name was confusing for people and it like messed stuff up. So he just changed it to open sea to um, simplify well, I, things for branding purposes. I tagged him today and it was Dasa Finamir. So well, maybe he hasn't done the whole, yeah. the whole switch over yet, but I, I saw him doing some, some branding trying to, I guess maybe start getting the ball rolling to get that. So it wasn't like a hard cut and freaked everybody out. But anyway, ever since he sent me some natural, you know, veg tan leather, Man, I I just I'm I'm in love with natural leather. Like I don't want any of the colors in anything anymore. I just I don't want any of that shit. Give me the raw natural leather and I'll just let it age and darken with time. Because it just gets such a pretty color. I showed this wallet the other week, but I mean that's just such a pretty this is such a pretty cognac and it's just gonna keep getting darker. But it's just I don't know, man. Like that color what, watch what, what is it doing? Is it getting, what's it getting? It's a, what's that? What is it called when stuff ages? Oh yeah. Patina, patina, patina. Oh, there it is. Come (laughs) on. Bring it bitches. Um, He's still docile in America. Is he? At least on, on, um, I know he had said something about doing like a, a name thing. So he might still be in the process, but man, natural leather. I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's the way. So how much more mall ninja are you this week? Actually, I'm I'm anti Mall Ninja this week. 
I got another uh, PM2. Got another. I got shit. See, because I actually use my knife, so I <laughs> regularly. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, today, it's a different one. It's not the, uh, it's not the uh, copper one. It's the, the Falk Focus is really good. There we go. It is the. Micarta? Yeah, it's the Micarta from Rip's Garage Tech and with the uh, acid-washed blade that uh, I, I, I did. I, too, have and an OD green Micarta. Dude, knife. we're matchy-matchy today. Like, we both got we're, the OD shirts. We both got the OD. And this was not planned. I just carried my OD knife. Look at that. Oh, I didn't realize I'm matchy-matchy with my shirt. I swear I did not match my shirt to my knife. I did not do that. Although, that's not I've been really carrying this basically since last week. This is the uh, Giant Mouse Knives Ace Grand. I tell you I what. I used this working on the trailer a bunch yesterday. That's a big old beefy looking knife. I mean, it's, I know it's not a huge knife, but it looks beefy for its size. You know what I mean? And it action on it is fantastic. You know, it's funny. After carrying that copper PM2 a lot lately, you go back to this micarta one, and man, this thing feels like a featherweight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so light. It is so light next to that copper one. But, you know, it's got the, um, also put the, um, Brass, flytanium, flytanium brass backspacer. So I do uh, not have a brass backspacer. I have a titanium one. So brass, because you know me, patina, patina, patina. Come on, what's your come on? But I, I really wanted this knife from the time I saw it come out, and mm-hmm. of course, like everything new from Vox, uh, this went out of stock pretty quickly, and I naturally picked one up in the Discord server because that's what I always end up doing. I got that Pena Mula. Mm-hmm. From the discords or everything, like when something is hard to buy, what ends up happening is I know that my community is going to just snatch them up and then a few are going to pop up in my server a few weeks later. And I'm usually like, <laughs> you're like on oh, it. Like, you're I, like, oh, that's mine. If you like Rocky Patel cigars, right, which I'm actually a pretty big fan of Rocky Patel cigars. I think they're pretty damn decent cigars. Uh, my Costco started carrying these, these 10 packs of Rocky Patel cigars for like $30. Which to me is crazy to get ten of these cigars for thirty bucks because these aren't like um, the Cuban sandwich leftover Fumas or whatever they call those type of cigars. These are like the the legit cigars from Rocky Patel. There's some edges in here. There's some of the vintage 1990s and all that in here. I mean, there's some good cigars in here. These are you know I'd say at least six eight dollar cigars in in a normal tobacconist and. You get 10 of them for like 30 bucks. So I don't know if you guys have Costco, anybody who's listening or watching, if you have a Costco near you, but if you do see if you guys started carrying these Rocky Patels, cause it's a hell of a good deal. And I'm going to smoke this Rocky Patel decade out of here. Right. is what I'm smoking. And what are you drinking tonight? My friend, uh, still on the, on the fence about it. You were talking about going straight scotch. I may, I'm going straight to scotch do, tonight, man. I'm going I may full have to scotch. Do the same thing. So, I mean, given my extensive collection here, uh, I think I'm going to go, you know, since I have so many to choose from, I'm probably going to start with the old Port Charlotte. Because uh, I definitely I definitely can't start Ardbeg and then go Port Charlotte, because mm-hmm. then it doesn't taste like anything. It literally mm-hmm. just tastes like water. So, Well, I'm starting with Balvini Caribbean Cask, because this is probably one of my favorite starter whiskeys. Oh. <sighs> like to start the night with it's such like just a smooth, easy drinking situation. Like it's just so good. It's so good, but I'm going to, I'm going to quickly go Isla after this. I'm going to, 
start off with this here space side. And then uh, I think I think Balvini's a space side. Am I am I saying that right? Is Balvini a space side? I think Balvini's a space side. I'm almost positive it is. Yeah, I'm almost positive. But I'm going straight Isla after this, buddy. I got a bottle of Lagavulin down here with my name on it. I got some Wee Beastie Ardbeg down here with my name on it. And I got that cask strength stuff from um, Scott Malt Whisk- the Scott Malt Whiskey Society. I I uh, have to just point this out because I think it's hilarious, and uh, <laughs> it's just a really funny typo in the comments. The Kirkland single mail from Costco is great. <laughs> <laughs> that so, is an unfortunate typo, my friend. Those, those single males. That's where you don't have to go. Don't go to Tinder. Go to Costco. I, mean, I, thought, <laughs> I thought when you said, uh, what scotch are you drinking tonight? You were talking about a whiskey, but I mean, <laughs> I'm drinking a scotch, not a Scott. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, How's that? How's that shipment with that um, that Swiss Army knife and cigar cutter and whiskey going? Because you, you, never, got, you s- never got that. <laughs> I just thought I about s- it because you're over there, I, you know, playing with your your cigar cutter. I sent it. I definitely sent it for sure. Like oh, at yeah. least at least seven or eight months ago. Because <laughs> that's when he first started talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I'm like, I'm just going to wait till I see him and I'll just give it to him in person. <laughs> it's probably more effective. <laughs> well, it was one of those things where I was excited to give it to you. And then you talk so much shit about tinkers that I was like, well, he doesn't really like a tinker. So I'll still give it to him. But I haven't been in any rush because you don't really like tinkers. Yeah, I haven't been. I haven't been carrying any Swiss Army knives lately at all. You know, I haven't either, man. My summer EDC, especially because. With all the stuff that's been going on, I really haven't um, been going out much. You know, I just, I don't, when we talked about this earlier, that'll, that'll be a good segue into our topic uh, potentially for the night. But, uh, you know, because I don't go out near as much, like I, my EDC is I'm at home. So like, even when I'm at home, I always have my pocket knife. I always have a pocket knife in my pocket. Always at least one pocket knife. 100% 100% of the time, my Hank is in my back pocket for cleaning my glasses and different shit, cleaning lenses when I'm filming. So I always have Hank in my back pocket and a and a um, a knife. A lot of times I'll have a Zippo in my pocket because of cigars and whatnot. But like, you know, when I was going out more often, I tended to carry like a Swiss Army knife and other things. But I, my my summer EDC because of the pandemic has been extremely light <laughs> it's been light i don't even carry my wallet that much because I'm, I'm walking around the house what the hell do i need my wallet for you know right yeah no i've i've really slimmed down and it's mainly due to summer and the fact that i don't end up using a lot of the stuff that i would carry with me a lot of the time before like today i literally just have my watch knife flashlight and wallet and that's it right. that's my carry that's yeah. everything like no keys or anything either it's just that well truck key but i mean yeah i don't know I, and, you know, I don't really have my light. keys because I'm home. I don't have like a gun because I'm home. There's, I mean, I have them around my house, but they're not in my, on me because I'm at, at my house. What the hell do I need to carry to my waist for, you know? So, right. I mean, that's next level prepared. If you're like, even when I'm at home, I've got my gun. I've got a shotgun behind my back. I've got a knife on my hip. It's like, okay, you're at the house, dude. Calm down. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I mean like a lot of the stuff like when I did my summer EDC update at the beginning of the year, I talked about how just like you just said, I do 
even if things weren't weird and I was going out the normal amount in summer, I do lighten my EDC up, right? I don't carry near as much right. in summer, but this summer it's even been worse because I don't leave my house that much. <laughs> so it's like, what the hell am I going to carry all this gear around my house for? I have well, been carrying that Dasa Fenimir wallet in my pocket, even though I'm at home some just to get the patina, patina, patina going. Um, good call. But other than that, <laughs> you ever carry something even at your home just to get a patina started? Uh, sometimes, but I think the biggest thing that I do when I'm at home is just have a knife, like a knife and a flashlight because I tend to stay up later than everybody else. So I always use a flashlight if I need to see my way around, but typically just a, a knife to fidget with, yep. uh, going back and you're, you're not going to be able to see this now, but, uh, that knife I was talking about that, that <laughs> was, uh, cruelly, I don't know, uh, overlooked by my wonderful quality is the HMC transient micro. I think we may have oh, yeah, talked yeah. about it a little. Yeah, you should, thing. I, I have seen that before when you're, you didn't look like, um, the Lego movie. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> luckily the, the audio version of this podcast will be clean and everybody will be able to hear it fine. But you poor yeah. folks that are watching a live stream, are going to have to struggle through this one a little bit. That's just the, the unfortunate part of, of doing a live feed. I mean, somebody called it pixel patina, which I think that's fair. Pixel patina. Yeah. Pixel patina, patina, patina. That's a thing. Patina, patina. That's a thing. This Rocky Patel decade is pretty good. I forget, I forget how good those cigars are every time I don't have one for a while. It's a tasty cigar, man. I could try to leave and reboot everything and see what would happen, but I think it would go off air. I mean, might, might as well try. I mean, it may not fix it, but if it doesn't, then we know we just have to struggle through it. But we might as well just give it a restart and see if we can get it fixed. Can I hear them, though, is the question. I don't hear anything. Now you can. I have my Oh, there he is. Oh, and you're back, and you're clear. Uh, I'm hot spotting. My what? internet is gone. What the hell happened? I wonder. I have no idea. Goodbye, internet. It's. <laughs> I went in there and the modem was flashing red. So. <laughs> oh wow! Clue. Wow, dude. Well, the the plan today before our thirty minute <laughs> detour uh, was going to be talking about hobbies. So, uh, I am the world's worst when it comes to hobbies because I have this addiction, this problem, this horrible habit of turning every hobby I ever have into a business venture. And if I can get one thing out and get one point across before anything else, the only thing I want to get out there into the world with this episode is don't do that. Don't do what I do. <laughs> well, cause it, it partially ruins them for you, right? Yeah, because I've ruined then so be- many hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it becomes like work, man. And people don't get that. They're like, Oh, it's awesome that you get to like smoke cigars and make money doing that or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but I have to say the cigars that I smoke when I'm doing it, like work situation where I'm sitting down and I'm writing out my notes and I'm being very diligent about it and all this. It's not as fun as just sitting down with the guys and having a whiskey and a cigar and not like picking it to death. Right. Like, right. It, it, it does make it a little more worky. Don't make hobbies business interest. I mean, here's the thing. Sometimes it's fun to do that. Right. And it's always cool to make money doing what you love, but at the same time, don't make everyone a business venture. Right. Right. And, and just go into it knowing that the best thing you can do is 
if you want to pursue something that is your hobby and you want to try to turn that into a career, understand, and this harkens back to what we were talking about either last week or the week before, that when people say that if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life, that's also kind of bullshit. Like, there is some truth to it, but we talked about this. It's still work. It's just enjoyable work, and it's you have to know that your hobby will become work, and in doing so, in turning that hobby into work, it's going to take some of the fun out of it. So what I've always tried to do, and I'm really bad at it, but like with camping, and that's where we're headed with this, I turned that into a business venture, and it sucked all of the fun out of it for me. So what I tried to do was always remember to have fun, but I wouldn't do it. So what what I would do back when I was doing mod, I was trying to force this thing to work and just going out camping all the time and trying to tell myself I have to have fun, but also it's kind of difficult to base all of your your content around camping when you write about technology at home and you have to be at home all the time. So when I would finally get the opportunity to go out, I would go out camping and try to make like six videos. And I'm only out there for like two days. And that is hardcore. And it sucked the life out of me. Uh, So just know that if you do try to turn your, your hobby into a side hustle, there are some massive, massive caveats. And also, you may never make any money doing it. I barely made any money at all trying to do camping stuff. So, well, you know, it's, it's funny. I'm, I'm I'm hoping that the podcast holds together long enough for us to have this debate because if I, not, I think we will be back. We will be uh, back. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll be back to this topic at some point because it was funny. We were talking about camping, and 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 you're very passionate about camping. I mean, like that's like your jam. Like you were saying that if you don't get time out in the woods on a fairly regular basis to kind of fucking center you and kind of get your, your, your chi and your fucking chakras all lined up and all that shit that you don't feel right. Like you get that's That's your happy place, right? I haven't been in over two years, two and a half years. I used to go like once or twice a month. I have a very different opinion of camping, right? I love camping. Don't get me wrong. I'm not afraid of bugs. You're afraid of bugs. I'm not afraid of bugs. What is it? What is a absolutely not afraid about dude. I can't be afraid of bugs. I live in the bug capital of the world, right? Like I have, we have palmetto bugs here that like carry off small children, right? It's, Jeremy, Jeremy, huh? answer me this. What's that? What is a lone star tick? Is that a bug? Okay. We don't even have those here. <laughs> we don't even, I don't even think we even have those in Florida. We've, we're starting to get them in North Carolina. They're migrating east from from i am not afraid i'm not afraid of the lone star tick i've had many a tick in my my life and whatever you pull them off you can burn them there's lots of different alcohol lots of different methods whatever i don't care about a tick i care about what happens with that fucking lone star tick that's the worst thing ever like (laughs) ever Uh, we have ticks here in florida we have tons of well actually the ticks here in florida are not near as bad as when i lived up north like I've been hunting in the woods here and gone out in the woods and I never even got a tick on me. Now, given I had like a thermocell and stuff, I don't know if that really works great for ticks or not, but um, I never had a problem getting ticks. I would pull ticks off me all the time when I lived up in Maryland and stuff. Dude, like when we lived in Philly, they were horrible, but there was right. nothing worse. I, Alex and I went camping several years ago on some family land and 
wherever I parked my truck, I used to have a tent for the bed of the truck. Wherever I parked, I had to have parked on a nest. I had to have because between we got there at like 4 or 5 p.m. And by 8 a.m., when we both said, we're getting the fuck out of here, uh-huh. um, we had each pulled probably 60 ticks, like collectively off ourselves, the dogs, everything. I remember waking up in the middle of the night several times and pulling them off my arm and leg because it's just one of those things like it'll wake you up. It's the tiniest yeah. little thing. It's very light. Mm-hmm. But it's enough for me to be like, fuck no, you're gone. And, and I <laughs> I had a pile of ticks beside yeah. my head when I woke up in the morning. Yeah, see, here's my thing, right? I enjoy camping. When I lived up north, I camped more than here. Florida sucks for camping. I don't give a shit what anybody says. If you say camping in Florida is great, you're a fucking liar. It's hot here. It's humid. The mosquitoes are ridiculous. It just sucks. I don't like camping here. I've camped here. And I've had a couple good camping experiences here. We went out to an island and camped where you had to boat out to this little island. It's pretty cool. It's a state park. It was funny. Is the place is called Mosquito Lagoon, strangely enough. Um, I hate but, fucking mosquitoes. Dude, I hate them. And that's the thing about camping here is the mosquitoes are so bad. But this time of year, we went. It was cold. There was no mosquitoes. It was on a little island. You take a boat out. You're the, you rent the whole island, right? They're not big islands, but you, you're the only one on this island the only thing on the whole island is just nature. And there's one little camping site with like a picnic table and a fire pit. It was great, man. It was fun. We, I have had good camping experiences in Florida. Most of the time though, camping in Florida blows. It's hot. It's humid. You're miserable. There's bugs everywhere. Everything in the woods wants to bite you and eat you. Like it's just, it's not fun, man. I mean, that that's basically camping in North Carolina in the summer. I mean, it's fucking miserable. I remember camping one time with Alex and it was Alex has had very bad experiences camping with me. Uh, but one time we went out and it was, I want to say it was like 95 with about 98, 99% humidity. It was so damn hot. You couldn't it's get miserable. Cool. Like even it's with miserable. fans on our faces, it's just blowing hot air on you. And it, yeah, there's just no getting cool. So we, we bounced on that one too. But I mean, fall time camping in North Carolina is just Honestly, one of my favorite things in the world ever. I love it. I love being in the woods and getting away and not being connected to the internet. Uh, just, it's just one of the best things. And this is what we disagreed on. One, oh yeah. This is the, what we disagreed. Yeah. Yeah. I said, yeah. there is nothing better, no better place to smoke a cigar and drink a glass of whiskey than by a campfire in the middle of the fucking woods. There's nothing better. That's the best. That is as good as it gets. And Jeremy over here, Jeremy Prissy Pants Sires is like, I need my air conditioning in a leather chair. I didn't say that. To, to enjoy said, any kind of tobacco product or whiskey. Uh, that is okay. <laughs> you just totally fucking, <laughs> just, just, just totally screwed what I said. What I said is I agree. Smoking a cigar by a campfire is fine, especially if it's a nice cold day and it's a warm fire and all that stuff. I said, however, I personally prefer a nice cigar lounge, a nice leather chair, nice leather chair, a nice lounge, maybe some good music in the background, some nice good music going or something like, you know, maybe you get, you get an old record going, get some, get go hi-fi son, go with the old record turntable type situation, relax, low lights, good music, a nice comfy leather chair and a cigar and a glass of whiskey. Come on, dude. That's the way, bro. That is the way. You, you get, I'm a cigar some, guy. You get some live music 
by a campfire, somebody playing a guitar, and some people singing, and it's chilly outside. It's like 60s or lower. Nice little crisp air. I'm sorry, Here's it the beats thing, the man. cigar lounge every single time. It does. Dude, you're nuts, bro. You don't smoke cigars. Who the fuck, how the fuck do you know? You smoke like six cigars in your entire life. By a campfire one time, Thank and you. it was way better Thank than you. any other place. You've never even been in my cigar lounge. You don't even know what you're talking about. Well, I don't think we can both fit in there at the same time, though. No, we can. I mean, I, can, I, get four, I got four chairs in here. There, there, I got four big was, leather chairs in here. That was the joke. Oh, sorry. My bad. Ha, ha, ha. Look, look at all the people saying... Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. There's one guy with Taylor. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. All the rest of them, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, here's the thing. I get where you're coming from. Uh, I, you know, I, I agree. There is something about sitting by a campfire with a little whiskey and especially enjoying, an Isla Scotch. Especially, sure. I get where you're coming from. My thing is, there are bugs the outside. Cigar, the cigar and community in general is all about like big leather chairs and dark lounges. And you know, it's just that whole vibe of everything. It smells like old leather bound books. And just, it's, it's the whole vibe of smoking a cigar, the cigar, cigar people. Is this for the Instagram hype or like, no dude, it's, it's something about the vibe of it, man. It's the the same vibe you're talking about. The campfire you get when you're in a good cigar lounge with some nice music, some low lighting. It's just nice, man. I I like it. And it's a controlled environment, right? So I don't have to worry about getting bit by a fucking lone star tick and then never being able to eat red meat again. (laughs) So, you know, that's, that's the main thing, right? Uh, yeah, you might be, you might be able to have a good experience by a campfire with a cigar, few times a year i can have the same experience in a cigar lounge every single time it's repeatable day after day after day after day yeah but also it's not outside outside's overrated in florida bro (laughs) that's why i don't live there that's why i live in (laughs) north carolina and i can drive two hours and get into the mountains and it is perfect uh, yeah i mean I, i definitely see what you mean I mean, I was busting balls about it, but I, I do see what you mean. And look on when in the fall here, when the weather's nice, I don't sit up here and smoke near as much as I sit out on my back porch by the pool. And yeah, every you know, time I get, used to FaceTime you, you're sitting on your back yeah, porch smoking a cigar. The, I FaceTime you fire. now and you're like contorted around a tripod and your, your cigar <laughs> lounge and trying to like, <laughs> I, I, uh, when the weather's nice, dude, we get the fire pit going outside or I get the tiki torches outside. I've got all the, what the hell are those lights called that people hang up like a pie? Uh, what are they called? String lights? lights. They're not really string lights. They're like big bulbs, but you string them. Oh yeah. I don't know, but we have that, all that shit outside. And on a nice fall day in Florida, when the fucking bugs are gone, the humidity has gone. Sure, dude. I sit out there with the palm trees blowing in the wind. It's nice. It's nice, but it's just, um, I don't know, man. I'll stick. I, I'll stick to elevation in North Carolina. I don't want some palm trees. I want like, Pines, dude. You know? you know what Jimmy Buffett says, dude. Come I don't on, care man. about Jimmy Buffett. I'm just saying. He says, "Was it changes in latitude make changes in attitude?" I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 but that that has to be one of my favorite things, and I've not had it in years. Uh, one of the things that so obviously we've talked about this a lot on the podcast. I am trying to buy a house. I would love to buy a house more than anything. And the one thing I want is a great backyard with a killer fire pit 
And I want people to come over. Like, well, I mean, if we ever come out on the other side of this COVID thing, I'd love to have people over like every Friday. That would be the best thing ever for me. Alex has a different idea of the perfect Friday night, but mine would be people coming over, drinking beer, whiskey, whatever, sitting around a campfire and just talking for fucking ever. That is like all I want in the world every Friday mm-hmm. night. I hate how like antisocial I've become lately, just mainly because I work online. I don't see any friends anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. Yeah, anymore. I mean, well, dude, that's I, I. I think I mentioned that was it in the podcast or one of my videos. Or I don't know what the hell where I was talking to you. I don't even remember where I say shit half the time anymore. <laughs> but um, well, when you talk so much, it's hard to remember everything you say or when you right? said it. <laughs> I do miss that though. Like on the weekend, my buddy, I have a couple buddies that are like my cigar whiskey buddies, and we would come over and we'd sit outside and drink whiskey and smoke cigars, and it was a social thing, right? Like a big part of drinking whiskey and smoking cigars is being social. Like I do it daily because I'm a cigar smoker, so. I, even when I'm by myself, I drink whiskey and smoke cigars, but it's more enjoyable when you're sharing that with somebody, right? With some buddies yep. or whatnot. Hey, if um, I could give me some more packs of cigars like that you had earlier, I mean, I'd probably smoke them more regularly, but the ones I have are like $10 a stick and I can't afford well, all that all the dude, time. I'm telling you, dude, look, you have a Costco near you? No. Oh, damn. I'm telling you, dude, this pack is amazing for the price. So I mean, you, for 30 bucks, it's unbelievable. So buy one and ship it to me. I can do that actually because they're all sealed up. I'll throw a Bavita in there; it'll be good. Hey, there we go. Now we're talking. And I can ex- send you some. I can expect that in you- like three years. Well, it's going to be at least a couple of weeks before I go back to Costco because it's not <laughs> super close to my house. But next time I go, I'll pick up one. Um, and I can send you a sample of that Scotch Malt Whiskey Society that that cast strength Isla, so you can get a little 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 nip. Speaking of that, it's time to switch over from the the starter whiskey. To- oh, yeah. We go. Do we go Lagavulin next or Wee Beastie? Uh, I've never had Wee Beastie, so I can't really speak on that. I'll go Lagavulin first, and then I'll I'll go over Wee Beastie. Uh, but I haven't had any Lagavulin in a while. But the reason I, I brought this up and, and we're talking about hobbies is something I, I was talking to Jeremy about, and actually I uploaded a video about this today, <laughs> is I, I my other channel, my other YouTube channel was, how can I make this bigger? I don't think I can. Uh, my other YouTube channel was about camping and outdoors for the longest time. And this is what I spent my entire day working on yesterday is getting this trailer ready for camping again. So we're about to take Eleanor on her first camping trip. She's 16 months old. So we're going to go pretty easy into a little campground with a spot. Uh, can I say that looks like an Armageddon trailer? It pretty much is. So, I mean, that's what it looks like because it's all like camoed and shit. So know, it looks all like, I hate the you know, camo. I hate the camo. I want to paint it all. Really? Black. Yeah. I want to. I, I don't. I don't. I, wanna, I don't dislike the camo. I want to rhino line the whole thing. Yeah, that would be dope. Rhino lining is good, man. Yeah. So I got a better picture of it. Hang on. So. I, uh, I want to get a old CJ seven or CJ five, uh, and rebuild it. And I want to rhino line the whole inside of that. When I get it, rhino lining is good. Has, has really not. It's good for certain purposes. But this thing right here, that's a water heater. You can take a nice, oh, nice. hot shower out in the woods if you want. There's a well, son. You ain't camping. You're glamping. It's it's pretty Ooh. glampy. It's definitely Ooh, dude. definitely pretty glampy. But there's a 20 gallon water tank, solar panels. There's a battery running all the lights. A little kitchenette in this box back here. I'm a I'm a dude. fan of this thing. I see. I don't need to be by a campfire. You know why? Because you got it in your glass. This- because <laughs> this is a campfire in a glass right here yeah so there the, there is definitely more of a 
ocean vibe to Lagavulin, I think, than Ardbeg. There's more of a briny, oceany smell in and Ardbeg I, or in, in Lagavulin than there is in Ardbeg. Ardbeg, I think the smoke is stronger. This has got more of like smoke mixed with like briny ocean, campfire on the ocean kind of smell. That's, that's why I said when we were riding out that hurricane and there was a house on fire, it smelled like Lagavulin. <laughs> like it literally, it like, not even just like a br- little bit, it smelled just like I popped open a bottle. It's the most, it was one of my <laughs> best experiences ever. And unfortunately, it was while someone's house was burning down. But I mean, that, yeah, I mean, that's the old factory portion like of was, that was, was great. What that was wasn't, uh, that was broken dreams that you, that you were smelling. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Somebody's beach house going up in flames. So, so that thing pops out into a tent, right? Like it's a pop up. Yeah. So the top is a, a rooftop tent, which needs to be replaced. That thing is like 15 years old at this point. Um, so it was one of the very first rooftop tents like, well, not first. They actually had those back in like the fifties and sixties, those little fold out tents. Um, uh-huh. but it pops out like that. I can have the whole trailer set up in about five minutes. And how big is the tent area? It's, it's big and I've slept three people in there before. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's not like huge, no, but it's, it's, but, but like big if, enough. if Alex and I and Eleanor wanted to go on like a weekend trip to like, just pull it off somewhere there's you know, there's free campsites all over the place. Pull off the road, camp for two nights, and come home. There's not a better setup. Was was that the 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 picture you posted with her in the tent? Was it in that tent you had it opened up? Yeah, yeah. She, so that was the first time ever even seeing that trailer. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, I pulled it out front of the house yesterday after I got it fixed at, at Rick's and threw up in there. And, dude, she just had a ball for like 30, mm-hmm. 40 minutes just running around in circles. Not mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. in there, just running in circles on the mattress. <laughs> Oh, mm. it's good, man. I don't know that it's better than Ardbeg, but damn, it's good. It's it is. Good. The Lagavulin is a tasty whiskey. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's my favorite. To go back to that, don't you remember how fun it was as a kid to be in a tent, though, man? Come yeah. on, dude. I remember just setting a tent up in my backyard. Like, I didn't give a shit. You could set it up in the house, in the back. I didn't care. I just wanted to be in a tent. Bro, <laughs> you know what I mean. Bro, like, I am thirty years old, and I'm still the same exact way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I could put that tent in my front yard and sleep in it, and I'd be happy. I'd be so happy. See, there's the chloroseptic. There is a. That's the thing that I think makes Ardbeg win to me. I don't mind the medicinal kind of situation that's in Lagavulin, but I prefer the finish. On Ardbeg. Ardbeg finishes sweeter, I think. Lagavulin finishes a little medicinal for me. I don't get the medicinal. I definitely get medicinal out of uh, Port Charlotte, which that was a heavy pour to begin with, so I'm still working on it. You don't get like a little bit of a chloroseptic flavor? No. In, in it, has been, it has been a minute since I had Lagavulin, so I definitely would like to revisit it. I have an unopened bottle at home, so... Drink it back to back. Do like a, a, a A B testing with some, you've got some Ardbeg now. So do an AB with Ardbeg and yeah, I I'll, bet you'll taste that medicinal note that I'm talking about. I'll bring it. I'll bring it next week and crack it open before I, I take it camping. Cause that's a, ultimately where that bottle is going to get finished. I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. It's been over two years. I think the last time I went camping was like March, 2018. And I used to go once or twice a month before that. So I, I definitely I mean, miss it. It's something that, I don't know, it is very centering for me. I, I, I mean, having worked online for 10 years and constantly sitting at a desk and constantly being within reach of people and always just 
uh, always being accessible to everyone uh, just drives me crazy. Going out into the woods and not having service is my favorite. There's definitely something to be said. And I don't know, this could be some hippy-dippy, woo-hoo, woo-woo bullshit. But they say, they. You know, people say this, they. Who the fuck is they, right? Alex's <laughs> family calls me they. Yeah, yeah, they. They say. Well, you know they, what I mean? they call me they because they're like, I don't know. They say this. Ask Taylor. He's they. You know, because yeah. <laughs> I always happen to know <laughs> random shit, so. Um they say that all the Wi-Fi and all the shit that goes through the air like has an effect on people, right? And they say that getting out in the woods, getting away from all the shit kind of helps you clear your mind and clear everything. I don't know if that's true. That could be some hippy-dippy woo-woo shit, but that's what they, I'm doing quotation fingers for people that are listening to this, they say. Well, I don't know about that. All I know is that when I don't get 15 fucking phone calls a day from people that are like, your car's extended warranty is about to expire. Uh, I am a much <laughs> happier person. On a person. car that you haven't had for 32 years. Dude, I had that call the other day on a truck that I legitimately have not had since before my first child was born. That's how long ago this, I'm like, you guys are fucking idiots. I have not had that truck for like 14 years. Right, and I get it now. Get your list straight. They're calling me about my truck, which is a 2020. <laughs> I don't need an extended warranty yet. Like, I am fine. <laughs> Speaking of, that truck does not have a very long warranty, which is a little concerning. It's only 30,000 miles. Yeah, dude, you know, it's weird. A lot of the uh, American trucks, they I feel like they don't. I, if I remember correctly, mine didn't have a crazy long warranty either. Um they don't really like to warranty them very long. I don't feel like, especially the bumper to bumper. Yep. A lot of time there's like a longer drive train, yeah. but the bumper to bumper is usually pretty fucking short. Yep. Um, this right here, dude, have you s- this right here is exactly why Alex has a bad time. Every time we go camping, she's like Snapchatting and TikToking when we're in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, when you go to the woods, you got to unplug, man. just turn it, unplug. cut it off. You got to unplug. It's it that that's part of the camping thing is like getting away from all that shit, right? Like just I I love the smell of campfire, but I love cooking over a campfire. Um mm-hmm. so one thing I want to do, one one series I used to have on my second channel was like a campfire cooking challenge. And I I just had so much fun with it. I only did it twice, but it's something I would love to do a lot and and get good at. Really, I'd love to just be able to cook over fire anywhere anytime mm-hmm. and just be good at do it do you use like the do you use like the the dutch ovens and all that shit to make like pies and like cobblers and stuff well the only dutch oven i have was gifted to me and it's ceramic on the outside so i haven't used it like it's uh, not cast iron like full cast iron it's coated um and i'm not talking about dutch oven like putting your significant other's head under the covers and farting i'm talking about like that also you know, may the, be why alex doesn't like camping so <laughs> <laughs> hey, giving her the old dutch oven yeah. um no i mean but like my, my, uh, a guy I used to work with used to make a really, it was like a, I think it was a, if I remember correctly, a blueberry crumble and he made it in like a Dutch oven and like he would, there was a lid that had a lip on it and he would put hot coals on the lid. Yeah, he would yeah, put yeah. it over the fire and then put it and it would like bake the shit yeah. and man, it was fucking delicious. Yeah. So when we drove the Oregon trail a couple of years ago, uh, part of the, the, so we were playing Oregon trail, the game in real life while driving the Oregon trail in a new American-made wagon. Mm-hmm. It's a little groan-worthy, but it was also very fun. 
Uh, but what we did challenges <laughs> along the way, and one of the challenges was um, campfire cooking. We had to make biscuits, scratch-made biscuits over a fire in a little single-made, like little itty-bitty portion-sized Dutch oven, and uh, it was great. We didn't win. We got second place, but that was bullshit because my shit was gooey on the inside and crispy on the outside, and that is how a scratch-made biscuit should be. Not gooey, my, uh, not gooey, but like soft. My uncle used to fry them when we would camp. He yeah. would put a little bit of oil in the pan and then just like fry the biscuits. Dude, and some sons of, of bitches were delicious. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what it so is. Good. I don't know what it is, but food is so much better when you're camping. Because you're fucking starving. Uh, yeah, because maybe, you, but it's yeah, so much better. It you're starving. So I, you're hungry as shit. I know some of like some of the best hot dogs I've ever had in my life was while I was camping, right? That damn hot dog tastes so good. You're like, why does a hot dog taste so damn good when I'm out in the woods? Cause you're hungry as shit and you can't just go to the pantry and get some food. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, I eat far less when I'm camping. I don't fucking snack all the time. I'm not hungry all the time. When you know, we're going to be burning calories cause you're putting up tents, you're yeah, cutting wood, I you're drink, doing things. I drink like 10 times more water. <laughs> Right, like it's a much healthier lifestyle for me. I just haven't uh, haven't done it in a long time, and I'm I'm just super excited about it. And uh, I don't know, it's just it's just a portion of my life that's been missing, basically since Alex got pregnant. And it's no one's fault, but the the thing that I'm I wouldn't say worried about, but that's been on the back of my mind, basically since Eleanor was born, is am I going to like camping like I used to? Like I'm so looking forward to taking Eleanor and Flynn, just our future mm. son camping. Super I, looking forward. What? I don't know that you will. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. Eventually, eventually you will. Sometimes taking kids camping sucks. No, 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 no. That's not what they, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm oh, very okay, excited sorry, about taking them camping. And whether they like it or not, it's just something I want to introduce to them. But what I'm talking about is I don't know if I'm going to like camping by myself anymore. Because just like I I used to love traveling and going places and doing things. But now if I don't even get home at night during the week to say goodnight to Eleanor, I don't put her to bed any Wednesday now. Every Wednesday I'm here. uh, It just irks me. It kills me. I love putting her to bed and I love seeing Eleanor and playing with her and hanging out. And when I don't get to, I'm definitely very, very bummed and I'm just worried that I won't enjoy camping by myself. Like I used to, you probably won't, but it's replaced by when your kids get a little older. Cause camping with young kids can kind of suck sometimes, man. Cause they get grumpy and they yeah. don't, they're not really feeling it. Uh, and it can, it can kind of be a fucking nightmare if I'm being honest, but when they get older and they have a fun when they have fun and you're teaching them things and they're digging it and they're having that like tent experience and, you know, stuff that you talked about, you know, it's stuff that they'll remember for the rest of their life. And so your fun of camping by yourself is replaced by the fun of experiencing that with your children. Right. right? So I think it's, it's probably even better, right? I think it's a more enriching experience than camping by yourself. And I Um, I think it will be, but, the the thing is, I'm, it, it I'm might not be, be right away though, bro. Just just oh, be yeah, ready yeah. for she no, might get I, bummed out the first couple times. Dude, Eleanor is like super hype on things immediately, right off the rip, and then like five minutes later, she's like, "Fuck this, I'm out. I don't want anything to do with this." So <laughs> she's she's exactly. a lot like Alex in that regard. Uh, but yeah, but the point I'm getting to is that once all of this COVID nineteen stuff is over, 
I mean, part of my plan is to incorporate some of the travel that I do into the work I do, like traveling to different makers and camping along the way, driving out to see Blade HQ and my buddies there. Like, that's all part of the plan. I was going to do that this year. Obviously, that didn't happen. But, I mean, it's it's definitely something that I'm not looking forward to like I was. I still want to do it. I still want to so bad, but it's like there's just this thing – at the very back of my mind where I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how I, I feel don't, about this. I, I don't like leaving my family very much, if I'm being honest. And that, and that does kind of distract me a little bit. And one of the reasons why I don't travel as much as I used to is I like putting my kids to bed at night. Yeah, I like being there with them at night and being away from them for days on end, especially if you're like completely out of reach of them, like out of town where you couldn't even get to them if you needed to, there's a level of worry as a parent you get into and it kind of fucks with your emotions a little bit, right? You're like, Oh man, if something happens, I can't even get there really quick. Like it, it does screw things up a little bit, but like I said, that's normally replaced by doing those same activities with them. When you're talking about work stuff though, that's a little different. That's harder. to Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and but that that is just something that I want to do with the channel so bad, so it, it's going to happen regardless. And it's just I think it's just going to be one of those things that's another caveat of turning a hobby into work, right? Uh, mm-hmm. A series that I really want to do with this other channel, the Taylor Martin channel, something I've been wanting to do for a long time is kind of like hot ones, right? So you take different people doesn't have to be celebrities definitely not from the start but take different people like you take you for instance uh come down to florida i drag you out into the woods and not in florida fuck that we're going somewhere else <laughs> okay you come up here whatever somewhere that doesn't have lone star ticks i like steak too much <laughs> but the the idea would be and i don't know how much i should talk about this before i actually incorporate all of it but yeah i probably wouldn't say too much because last thing you need is somebody fucking ganking your idea yeah <laughs> Uh, so I would be, I know people that like won't mention ideas on public forums until after they do them. Cause people steal the shit. Yeah. Well, I guess I just have to be better if somebody steals it, but right. Take, take someone like you or Peter or Zach or somebody else out into the wood and, and teach a skill, right? Like teach them how to cook something on a campfire or how to start a fire by friction. You just different outdoor skills and just have fun while kind of incorporating that, that hot one sort of interview style, uh, I haven't fully fleshed out the idea, but it's, it's something that I think there's something there. You know, it's, I think there's something there, man. I think that could be a cool thing. You had talked yeah. to me about that months ago uh, before all the COVID shit hit the fan and then all and travel plans pretty much got yeah. kiboshed. But, and then I bought um, a, a, an expensive truck that doesn't right. work with anything. Uh, like I have, I, I definitely think it's got legs though, man. I think yeah. you could definitely, you know, put some thought into that and make that something really cool. Um, speaking of back to the Lone Star tick, uh, one of the reasons that I said fuck camping is we were joking around about, you know, the bat, we were going back and forth about uh, cigars and campfires and cigar lounges and stuff. And, and one of my retorts was my lounge doesn't have no fucking Lone Star ticks. Dude, can we just, can we just talk about the Lone Star tick for a second? That is the sketchiest shit. I would almost rather get Lyme's disease than the Lone Star Tick situation. I mean, it's well, hard to say because a, the Lyme's disease is miserable. There's a cure well, for Lyme disease. 
Well, there is, but like, not really, man. Like if you watch like Steve Ranella and like Joe Rogan and those guys that spend a lot of time in the woods, cause they're like professional hunters and shit. And they, he talks about people that have been crippled with Lyme disease for like years and they just can't seem to get rid of it no matter what they treat it with. And there's all these systemic issues. Well, it, it can be it's, nasty. It's one of the things that if they catch it in time, it can be either uh-huh. treated successfully or cured. I can't remember exactly, right. but it, it can be kind of like, you know, they can, they can get ahead of it and, and you're okay. Right. Uh, but the scary thing about Lyme disease is that it can sit dormant in your body for 10 years. So you can get bitten yeah, by a tick tomorrow, think you're fine, and 10 years later, just bam, out of nowhere, you have all the symptoms. You're sick as shit. Yeah. Well, and dude, what's worse than that is the fucking Lone Star tick. Yeah. If for any of you guys listening or watching. It sounds fake. You don't, it doesn't sound it like sounds a real fake, thing. But, but, but here's the thing. I've heard them talk about it on the Joe Rogan thing. And that dude doesn't bullshit. He's pretty good about like flushing out facts and calling stuff on. No, bullshit. I know it's real. Talk- I, I have a, a mutual, not a mutual friend, but a friend of a friend who had it, who, who got bit by a Lone Star tick and, and can no longer process red meat. Like it, it's, I don't know if it's an allergy or yeah. what it, it, it just, your body rejects the protein. Right, dude. Fuck that. <laughs> there is no experience of having a cigar about a campfire that is worth me never eating a steak again. If I could never eat a steak again, just 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 put me in the ground, bro. Just th- throw some dirt on me and call it a day. Jeremy, I love Jeremy fucking steak. Jeremy, yes, Jeremy. What? Yes, deet. Yes. Dude, DEET does not protect you all the time. Okay, I've been so fucking covered in DEET, my skin felt like it was going to fall off. I had so much burning and shit. And you still get bit by mosquitoes and stuff still happens. It definitely helps, for sure. But I'm just saying, no fucking barbecue, no smoked meat, no steaks, none of that shit. Dude, you could have smoked chicken. You could have smoked chicken. You couldn't have no, you can't have no brisket. Yeah, I know. You can't have no briskets or delicious. I don't think you can even eat pork. I think you could only eat chicken. I don't know if it's only beef or it isn't. Por- I mean, pork's white, but I think it's still considered red meat, right? Because uh, I it- don't think so. Really? No, I think Maybe it's not. considered a poultry. I think but pork pork is a no, poultry. No, pork, pork pork is for sure not poultry. No, I don't know exactly um, how it's designated, but I don't think it's yeah, I don't know considered either. a red meat. Maybe it is. I don't well, know. I don't know either. Somebody in the comments can tell us that we're wrong and we're stupid. Right. But (laughs) point is, I don't know if the disease that the Lone Star tick gives you covers that or what. It doesn't fucking matter because just saying I can never have a steak again bums me out. Like I'm bummed. Like I, whatever, it's not worth the risk to me. (laughs) Like the steak is one of my favorite meals, dude. I, we talked about it last week, the whole steak seared out. We don't need to go whole thing. The iron skillet, the whole deal. Get you a nice baked potato, some butter, some sour cream, some cheese, some chives, some bacon. So I do have a question. Come on. What's that? Could you still have lab grown meat? Lab? Like the, the shit that they're working on that like they, have they, you had they're, it? they're like new. No. Oh, have you? Uh, I'm pretty, con- I'm pretty convinced that's going to start the po- zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it's actually really good. <laughs> it's actually great. When I was in, no, I haven't had it. When I was in Boston, uh, my buddy, Michael Fisher, who's Mr. Mobile on YouTube, he took us out to this restaurant. Uh, I don't know what it was now, but they had impossible burgers and they're not like the shitty ones they have at Burger King, which mind you, they call the impossible burgers at 
at uh, Burger King. They are impossible burgers, but they kind of try to promote them as a healthier option. But that shit is way worse for you than a than a beef burger. Like it just isn't good. Those are the bad ones. So there's like a series one and a series two impossible burger. The series two is like refined and great. Series one was just like it, it is like lab grown meat, but it wasn't great. Well, is it lab grown meat though, or is it some made up shit that's made to taste like meat, but it's not meat? No, it's lab grown meat. Are you sure about yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Like the true impossible burger is not a bean burger or a red meat alternative. It is a lab green, lab grown meat. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a thing. And, and I, people, people on the podcast can't see me giving Taylor the stink eye. Cause I'm, I'm, I could have swore that stuff was plant based and it had some kind of beets or some shit in it, which gave it the redness and made it look like meat. And I oh, thought it was a plant because maybe it is. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of something else. Though. I don't know because I have vegetarian relatives that eat those things. And if it was lab grown meat, I don't think they would eat it because they're pretty against meat, which here's a good question. Speaking of lab grown meat, that is something I know they're working on, right? Yeah. Like okay, that is so, yeah, something impossible like, burger is something different. It is plant. Okay. Based. Okay. I'm getting, yeah, I thought that was getting but, told in the comments here, but they for sure are working on that, right? Like yeah. they're working on some kind of cloning of meat kind yeah, of thing. Lab where grown it, meat is a thing. It is a thing. I don't know yeah. that it, it's in production, but it's a thing they're working on i'm pretty sure i I know i've seen stories about it my question is people who don't eat meat vegetarians vegans stuff like this because for them it's a um what's the word i'm looking for consent thing ethical it's an ethical thing right yeah that they don't want the animal to die right that something has to die for them to eat the meat so if it's lab grown i think theoretically it should be fine I mean, does that mean vegetarians can eat that? I don't know. Because here's the thing. I know vegetarians and stuff and vegans that won't eat a, a fucking egg. And that doesn't, nothing has to die for you to eat an egg. They also won't wear leather or use products that use gelatin. So well, it's not just about like something had animal. to die for those things though. Right? Like, I don't understand the egg thing. We've talked about this before. I don't get what the people have against the eggs. Like what's wrong with an Couldn't egg? Answer that. I have hurt. no idea. It didn't hurt nobody. They just, they said the chicken said, Oop, and then you just took it. You said, thanks chicken. And then you took it. I, Chickens eat their own eggs. I mean, guinea pigs eat their own spawn. So should we just right. eat their spawns too? <laughs> Most animals in the wild eat their placenta, which is pretty gross. Uh, apparently humans also do sometimes, which is, uh, which is fucking next level weird. You could do a placenta pot roast. Hmm. Here's the deal. <laughs> I've heard of people that want to keep their placenta. They, uh, and they like go and like bury it or some shit and, or plant a garden or some weirdness and some hippie thing. If you want to do that, it's a little odd, but okay, whatever. If you want to do that, that's your thing. Go for it. But if you want to eat it, now come on, man, that's a little fucking weird, bro. I'm good. I'm, I'm out. I'm out on eating placenta. I'm out. <laughs> I'm this out. Is, this is, this is taking a weird turn, Jeremy. It is taking a weird turn, but that's because that just goes to show you people are fucking weird. There's a lot of weird people out well, there, man. There's yeah. people out there eating placenta. There, there are definitely some weird people out there. And there are also some weird people out there who don't like camping because they're afraid of ticks. Dude, <laughs> let me tell you something. That, let me tell you, that's a real thing, bro. I, since the whole Lone Star thing, 
I have not had any interest in camping because nothing to me is worth not ever eating a steak again. And then you hear a lot of people that are like, yeah, but it's, it's pretty rare and whatever. I'm like, dude, uh, if it's a one in a hundred thousand chance, I'm never going to be eating a steak again. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Well, <laughs> I'm out. Well, since we are on the topic of, of side hustles, I mean, I, I obviously turned, tried to turn my hobby into a side hustle, which was camping. Uh, that didn't work, but now I'm just trying to go back and have fun. Um, you also have done that, but are there any hobbies that you have that you don't really put on the channel other than guns? We all know you like guns, but like, do you yeah, actually uh, have guns. any hobbies outside what we see on your channels? I genuinely don't know the answer to this. I don't think so. I'm having to think about it. Yeah, I, I think you talk about all your hobbies on your channel. I, I'm a I'm a pre avid movie buff, man. I love movies. See, I didn't um, know. That. I don't know if that's a I don't know if that's a hobby. Some people argue. I've had people argue with me that cigars and whiskey isn't a hobby. And I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. If you don't think cigars and whiskey are a hobby, you're not fucking doing it right. Well, they also okay? just don't understand like, what the word hobby means then clearly. Well, well, right. I'm like, you know, uh, they're like, that's just drinking and smoking. That's just, that's not a hobby. That's just being an alcoholic. I'm like, okay, go fuck yourself with capital F. <laughs> Uh, you you also got I, told by the EDC community when you called EDC a hobby. Yeah, dude. There's a bunch of people EDC. Like, EDC is not a hobby. I'm like, again, if you, it's not a hobby, then you're not doing it the same way I do it. Because anytime you take it to the level of it being a bit of an obsessive thing, <laughs> it's a fucking hobby at that point, right. right? Like drinking whiskey, going and buying a bottle of $19 whiskey at the liquor store every week and drinking a whiskey at night as a nightcap isn't a hobby. That's an addiction. When you have a... <laughs> When you have a collection of whiskey that takes up, you have a whole room devoted to whiskey and cigars in your house. It's a fucking hobby. Hey, if I take, you can, if I take a picture of this car up close enough, it looks like I have a whole lot of whiskey. Uh, right. Exactly. You just kind of like <laughs> put it back there in the bouquet. Yeah. The bouquet. It looks like a big collection. In, yeah. The bouquet. Um, hey, this isn't bad for a, a three week, four week hall i guess no dude i went a little it's hard good it's especially being the fact that you don't have a great selection in your area yeah but um shit it's garbage but yeah I, I mean i'm a pretty big movie buff i really love movies um so i, I don't know if you'd call it a hobby but i'm just I, Ooh, most of the stuff i have a question i do talk about on the channel honestly are tattoos a hobby you know I, that's an interesting I, a lot of people a lot of people consider tattoos collecting because they, I almost can't really consider mine that because I'm not a tattoo collector per se. And the fact that a lot of people that consider themselves tattoo collectors, they travel around the world and go to like renowned tattoo artists and they collect tattoos from all these famous people. See, that's right? a hobby. That's a hobby. That's a hobby. Yeah. At that point, then it's a hobby, right? Um, if you're traveling I, to do something that you enjoy, it's a fucking hobby. Right, exactly. If you go to I Blade Show know. because you like knives, that's a fucking hobby. Or EDC, exactly. Yeah. I love tattoos, so maybe you could consider it a hobby. I don't know. It's something that I've spent a lot of money on in my life. I know that. A lot of time, money, pain, and bleeding. <laughs> so, I mean, it, that's a, a factor. But um, I, I, don't, I don't like travel yeah. around the world to collect tattoos from different artists and stuff. So, I don't know if, if you would consider that a hobby or not. But um, it, it it oh that was a nice one i was waiting on um, you to stop talking <laughs> i wasn't paying attention i'm sorry i was looking down because i was thinking um yeah. but yeah i mean honestly i i do a lot of my hobbies on the channel because 
that's kind of my whole channel, right? That's where a lot of people have a niche channel. It's about tech or it's about, you know, EDC or it's about surfing or whatever. My channel is kind of dude hobbies, right? Like different interests that guys are into. So I do share a lot of them on the hobby, on the hobbies, on the channel. Um, I used to surf a lot, but I don't do that anymore. Um, so that used to be something I enjoyed doing. Um, it's got some spice to it after the old Port Charlotte. Which one is that? Uh, the uh, Ardbeg. Ardbeg. You almost have to say Ardbeg like a pirate. Ardbeg. Ardbeg. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a little bit of like a, a Irish pirate. Ardbeg. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some stuff. I really enjoy smoking, like barbecuing and stuff yeah. like that. Um, when the weather's nice, I don't do it as much in the summer cause it's just fucking miserably hot See, out I there, would, but definitely in the fall and, and winter, I, I would do. love to get into that, but I, I just don't have a good place for it. Like that's, that's the one yeah. thing about my house that I just don't like. Like our front yard mm-hmm. is sloped. Our backyard is sloped. Like there's just, right. I don't have an outdoor area where I can actually use a grill conveniently. That, that's one thing. That's one thing we don't worry about in Florida slopes because well i mean the biggest hills we have in the whole state are fucking overpasses yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it's like yeah i mean it's just flat dude um but yeah i mean s- smoking which here's the thing though i've considered at some point i'm going to do some smoking content on the channel so <laughs> talk about my like pork butt recipe and stuff that i do so turning it all um, into, into side hustles or content or, or your main hustle really yeah so i mean there are we, very it's, few it's so funny we were talking about this earlier like the differences in how we operate our channels. Like you could literally make a video about anything you wanted and people are like, sweet, keep it coming. And if I make literally anything, but an EDC video, people are like, what the fuck are you doing? Get back in your corner. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, that's somewhat true and somewhat not true. Right. Uh, that I, it is true what you say about the people on your channel, for sure. Yeah. For sure. You're right. I've, I've seen uh, firsthand people give you shit. Uh, and you are somewhat right. People have been very open and embraced a lot of different topics on my channel, so I'm very grateful for that. But uh, part of that is because from the beginning, I was kind of all over the place, right? Like, I never just did one thing, so they were never able to settle into one thing. I did do... Oh, no, I did that too. I did do a lot of <laughs> vlogs and a lot of tech early on, and when I stop doing that and people still say, where are the vlogs? Where's the tech? Um, so I do get a little bit of resistance that of, if I don't do a certain type of content for a while, but, uh, I think in general, people are, are, are pretty cool on my channel about it because I've always tried to foster kind of just like it being just a guy channel about hobbies right. and fun shit that dudes like, right? Whiskey, cigars, knives. Which like I would love, I never wanted it to be about one thing. Right. Me either. But I had to, I had to choose because everything else wasn't working. So it's, right. it's, it's honestly very frustrating. It's something that I wouldn't say it keeps me up at night, but it, it just irks me that, you know, when I put it, my time and effort into something I really enjoy, that's not EDC. People are like, Oh fucking K. Where are the knives? Get in your, get in yeah, your corner, bitch. Like, I, like, I like how you said that. Get in your corner, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it is, it is I, frustrating, I, though, because like, I, I really enjoyed making the video that I made yesterday, uploaded it today <laughs> to my second channel. I enjoyed that far more than any EDC video I've made in the last, I don't know, six months. You know, I, I've enjoyed some of the EDC videos I've made, especially like when I'm going and doing something and it's more vlog style. I enjoy that stuff a lot more, but this stuff is reliable. I can do this. It's not hard. Like I can come back here and do this. And and I enjoy 
the stuff I'm talking about, the gear, and I, I still very much have a passion for that, but it is not nearly as fun sitting at this table making videos week in and week out versus going and hanging out with Rick and building something or fixing something. You know, like, it's just more fun. So, Hell, I don't know, man. I've told you this from the beginning. Just do what you want to do. Yeah, well, that the doesn't people, always the work. People, yeah, but I mean, you know, the people that don't like it, I just, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like the people, most of the time, people who watch YouTube channels and get invested, part of it is getting invested in the person, right? Like I know a lot of the YouTube channels that I watch, I like the people and no matter what they did, I would watch it. Right. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I watch and it depends on the personality, right? Like there are definitely some channels that are niche channels that the people aren't terribly interesting. Right. I'm not being mean. I'm not going to mention any channels because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I love their channel. They're very informative channels, but they're not particularly You're talking about me. Aren't inter- you? <laughs> no, 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 no. They're just not particularly entertaining people. They're very informative. They're very educational and I appreciate what they do, but they're not the most entertaining people, yeah, right? Yeah. So if they were to do something completely non-related to what I wanted to watch, I probably wouldn't watch them because I'm watching them for the education, not for the entertainment. Right. But I feel like if you are personable and, and you, you try to kind of form a little bit of a relationship with your audience, then I feel like just like Peter, for instance, because of Peter's personality and the way he is like, he could make a damn video about how to grade cheese and I would watch it. Right. Like I like Peter. Right. You know, Um, I I think a lot of it it also is consistency, right? Like now, now that I've got the audience that I've grown from scratch starting over, I think it has a lot to do with, I haven't done this before. So people aren't used to Mm -hmm. it. And I, I just, I'm just, I've never been the kind of person that likes just one thing. I like a lot of different things and focusing 100% of my time on one thing for two and a half years has just worn me down. I want to do different stuff. So I think for me, the biggest thing is I I need to start dedicating a day or two per week to doing something different. Um, Even if if it's on the best ABDC doing something different. So like uh, what, what I mean by that is uh, have a plan to buy like a, a 3d printer and, and prototype some shit here in my office and do a video about that. So still EDC, but it's different. I'm just, I, we, I think we talked about this last week, just being tired of sitting at the desk all the time. I was just going to ask you, are there hobbies that you have? You don't share on the channel, but then I forgot you probably like most of your hobbies. You don't share on the channel because mostly you just do EDC stuff. <laughs> yeah, everything. But other, uh, other, well, no, I, there are some things like well, people in the discord server. Watches. know. People in the discord server. know I love rocket league. I love video games. I've always loved video games. I don't uh, play yes. nearly as much as I used to, but I love, love rocket league. And I love video games. Like right now I'm playing the outer worlds. I just picked that up on the switch this week. You know, that's another thing that, man, I used to really enjoy when I was younger and I could just give two hot fucks about now. Yeah. But you're also a curmudgeon in your old age. uh, uh, (laughs) I I just, I don't, I I don't know what it is, man. It's just. coordination is lacking now. I I don't know. I used to love playing Call of Duty, right? Like I I I loved it too. That was my jam. I I loved, I loved playing Call of Duty when I was in my like 
I don't know, my early twenties, probably, I guess when like the first call of duties were out and stuff. And I was, and me and my buddies would get on there and we'd drink beer and play call of duty. And it was a good old time, but I don't well, know, man, I got to a point when I had kids and I got busy and stuff and I stopped kind of playing. And then I just, there are two things I just didn't give a fuck anymore. There are two things that make games like that. Not fun to me anymore. One. Well, that and a lot of people talk shit the entire time. And it gets annoying as fuck. One. There are a ton of tryhards. So many tryhards. Every fucking body and their brother wants to be a professional Call of Duty player or a professional streamer or whatever. <laughs> so you've got a bunch of these kids just playing day in and day out and day in and day out. And they are so right. much better than you that even if right. you're jumping into a game and you're ranked with people, you're rank the base player skill is way higher than it used to be. And it's so hard. Like everything is yeah. twitch reflexes and just boom, super fast, everything. Yeah. And, and I'm 30 years old and I've never stopped playing video games and I'm still too slow. So yeah, I, with, I mean, I was around when video games started, bro. Like I remember, I mean, again, people are going to call me out on this being old, but like, I remember pong and shit, right? Like the first game, it was literally like a black and white, like a fucking block and a block and a ball. And it was just like, da dink, da dink. <laughs> he, he also remembers you know? when they had to play games on chisels, like chisels and stone. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I, I played video games for a long, and it's not that I have anything against them. I know a lot of people that are my age that still really enjoy video games. I don't know what it was that happened where I lost my love for them. I just, I definitely don't I like did. them like I used to. I definitely can't put the time in like I used to because I've got a kid. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I remember back when I worked for CNET, and Alex probably knows this now, but I don't think she knew it back then. Uh, I would get my work done by, like, 10 a.m. sometimes and play Rocket League all day. <laughs> I mean, just, it was, I would just go well, ham know. on it, and that's how I have seventeen or 1,800 hours in the game. You know, something else me and my wife were talking about the other day, and I think this might have something to do with why I stopped liking video games, is they got too serious. Yeah, that's what I mean by that, like all the tryhards. Yeah, it got too serious, right? Like, I remember playing (laughs) Nintendo. Alex just called me a motherfucker. (laughs) I remember playing (laughs) I remember playing stuff like uh pitfall and uh let's see what are some other games back in the day mike tyson knockout and what was the one with the with the fucking they they had the guns with the nintendo the fucking duck hunt right playing duck hunt and it was just fun man it was lighthearted. it was fun it it was just fun it was just fun it wasn't any big deal uh castlevania like i can just remember contra it was just fun shit um and then it got the online thing and then it got serious and then half the people on there are just like eight year old kids talking shit. And it's just like, I just, I don't know, man. It just, it, it got a little too serious and it got a little too. And I think I just kind of, I lost a little bit of love for it. Like I said, I think it's amazing what they do with video games. It's a huge thing. I mean, obviously there's a ton of people that are into it, so I'm not talking any trash about it. I get it. A lot of my kids love video games. I I love movies. I love watching movies, but about 70% of the time, I would rather play a video game that tells a story because it's like a movie, but you're, you're playing it. Um, Dude, you know what? I go back on that. I go back on what I said. There was a game that I remember. What the fuck was the name of that game? I, it was when games were much more serious and more developed. It was way 
it was well past. I think it was on this PlayStation two or three or one. I don't even remember what fucking PlayStation are on now, but the story, it was great. It was metal gear. It was a horror. It was a horror game oh, or, uh, God, I don't know how long ago you're talking, but outlast resident evil. No, no. Oh fuck! What was it called? Uh, dude, there's a lot of horror games. That's it was spooky as shit, bro. It was so good. It was deep. It was in space. Is it deep space? That the- was it deep space. I think that might Is be, that a yeah, game? I think so. Maybe. Dude, it was all about like fucking Satan possession and shit in space, and like it was dark, and I, you would play in surround sound, and shit would like run past you, behind you, and you're like, ah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was the only game that would like give you the the, the heebie-jeebies, man. It Dead was space. such a fun game. Dead space. Dead space. That's I never what it played was. that. Yeah, you. Dude, you know that game I was fun love, as shit. You know what I'd love that was so the game, much? It was the only game that got me a little creeped out, dude. I was like, oh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> you know what I would love so much is what? for somehow, like maybe on a Friday night live stream or something, We I used to do a series called Friday Night Horror, and I would play a horror game on Friday nights. Uh-huh. But maybe like uh-huh. we do a Friday night, and you have to play a game, and we get, we get uh-huh. you to play out last. Like I'll sit here and talk. You play out last, and we have this, but it's like a Friday night for... Uh-huh. Dude, I would love that so much. You're, you'd squeal like a little girl. Oh, dude, some of those games. Dude, it's I'm a jump scare you. game, and it's just oh God. yeah. I, and you're like ah, well, and and especially when you play it in surround sound, right? Yeah. Like I would play it in my in my room with my surround sound and stuff. And you, you turn off the lights, you get it dark, and you play it in surround sound. And the games do a really good job of like making noises behind you and shit. And then something jumps out and it scares the fuck out of you because you're totally tuned in, like waiting for something. And it, it, it does, yeah. man. It scares the shit one out of night. You. So I'll take it back. I did other than the, the super fun duck hunts and easy going stuff. There was a couple really cool games. Once things got a little more serious, I would love nothing more than that though. When I played outlast, I kind of got a little drunk on stream. <laughs> no I had a, no i had a whole crowler of like a 13 percent beer oh jesus yeah, dude, dude. Uh, you got to go easy with that and I, I stood up and tried to walk out of the room and uh i fell on live stream because i was so drunk <laughs> that's awesome you, that's the problem with sitting and drinking for too long yep. when you sit you don't realize you stand up and you're like rot row the, the my legs got a little wobbly why did my legs get wobbly? Yeah, I, I haven't played a lot of games uh, in the last several years, I, I've played a ton of Rocket League and some other games. Like there was a, a racing game called Wreckfest, which was just like mm-hmm. fucking Mullet America Demolition Derby racing. It was so fun. Um, and then obviously Zelda Breath of the Wild. I've played some games, but dude, Zelda. That's another one. The Legend of Zelda. Come on, get the fuck out of here, dude. That was so fun back in the day. I actually got that. That's actually the last video game I played. We got like a little. We got it for the kids and they didn't even really like it that much. They played it for like a couple of weeks and they stopped me yeah. and my wife thought that they would, they would think it was awesome and they thought it was cool, but then they, yeah. Cause they probably like couldn't little, make it past the first fucking level. Like, or you it know, was like a little first dungeon. It was like a little, it looked like a miniature Nintendo NES, right? It was tiny. Yeah. And all the games were loaded yeah. on it. It, it, it and it had like Zelda and it had all of like, they had the fucking uh, Contra and all the shit. And dude, I played, I did play the shit out of some Zelda for like a week. Like I loved that game. It was so fun. Yep. I thought about getting one but of those. That was the last but, video game I played. Uh, well, I bought Red Dead Redemption 2 back when I got this PC. Cause I mean, this 
That's like a western or something, mm-hmm. isn't it? Every time I see the the trailers for that, it's like a dude that looks like Clint Eastwood. Dude, from I the wanted to good to bad. I wanted ugly. to play it so bad, and I, I still have it here. I'm never at the office anymore at night, so that's when I always play video games. Is after Alex and the baby go to bed. But one, it's hot as balls in my office, so if I don't have to be here, I'm not here. But two, dear mm-hmm. God, some of these games, like I understand that Red Dead is like a cinematic game, but the cutscenes, I fucking hate cutscenes so much, and the intro. To Red Dead. I put an hour and a half into the game and I wasn't through the intro. Like, I still couldn't play the game. It was still like, you must walk this way. Stop walking the wrong way. Go this way. Like, God, an hour and a half into it. I'm just like, this is. You're like, you're like, I'm getting I never annoyed. went back to it. I'm getting annoyed. I never went back to it. That's funny. But yeah, but I don't know. So I'm trying to think if there's any other hobbies. I, I keep going back to other hobbies. I do hobbies have another that, that I don't maybe, talk about much anymore What's that? i did try to turn it into Collect- a i did try to collecting stamps <laughs> i did try to turn it into a business though i tried my best oh uh, what coffee oh yeah i dude. really fall uh, yeah, off the I mean, horse with coffee though i i don't i mean i do that on my channel though so i can't say that's one that i don't talk about but yeah I, i'm i'm a pretty big coffee nerd yeah i i've fallen off the horse i don't really brew at home anymore i still have all the equipment but i just I got so tired of brewing. I, I, if I had a coffee set up here and running water in this office, I would definitely brew here. But I don't have mm-hmm. running water, and it's just too much of a hassle to have to like haul water in just so I can make coffee. It's mm-hmm. it's annoying. I'm not reading you comments, are. but I saw one that. Uh, <laughs> but I saw one that reminded me. I did used to was a hobby that I used to be into that I, I don't do anymore. But motorcycles. Mm. I had a Harley and I used to love riding motorcycles, but I had a, I had a street bike and I, I flipped it. Shoot street bikes. Fuck street. Two days. I got it. Two days later. I'm I'm out on street bikes. I'm out. I'm nothing against people that ride street bikes. I'm just out. Fuck street bikes. They're there. I flipped it. I was, I I was all about cruising, bro. Just chilling. End over end doing about 70. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. How are you still alive? Like, what dude, the hell? I broke the shit out of my arm and my butt bone. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. Horrible. And it's, uh, I think, honestly, I think the breaking, breaking my tailbone, my coccyx, uh, <laughs> your cax, you broke your cack. <laughs> I think six, I think that <laughs> has a lot to do with my back problems now. So I didn't hurt my back then, but I definitely broke my tailbone and I think I sat so funny just accommodating to it for so long that i think that may have given me scoliosis because it can come from it can come from injuries oh can it yeah it doesn't have to be genetic yeah dude i loved my harley so much it was such a pretty bike i loved it it was fun to ride it sounded fucking awesome i loved it but not to get too much into we, we had a death in the family because of a motorcycle, somebody had died on a motorcycle. Like I said, I don't want to get too into it because it's kind of a personal thing and you don't want to share too much. I might've mentioned it on the internet before, but anyway. Um, but then after that happened, every time I went out on my motorcycle, my wife was super paranoid, which, and rightly so, right? Yeah. Like, so I, every time I would go out on my bike, then I, I got, I felt really bad because I'm out like having a good time and my wife's at home, like, a nervous fucking wreck. Mm-hmm. So it's, it got to be where I felt bad about it. And I was like, you know what? So then I stopped riding it and then it sat in my garage for months and months. And I still have my motorcycle. I at just, home. yeah. So I eventually years. sold it. 
I, I had to say it hurt when I sold my Harley though, dude. It, it hurt my, it hurt my heart, hurt my heart a little bit. Cause I love that bike a lot. Well, I didn't but love my bike. Maybe one day, maybe one day I'll go back to it. I'd love to, but, um, I kind of want to, in a way I want to kind of, me and my uncle were actually talking about this day. He has a podcast where they do all bike stuff. I kind of wouldn't mind like rebuilding a really old triumph. See, I wanted to build, a what do they call them? Not a street racer. What's it called? I can't remember what they call them now. Uh, what Indian? No, 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 no. It, it's about? a street bike, but it's kind of like an older. But uh, what do they call it? I can't remember what they call them. But it, it they basically take all the fairings off and they're skeletonized and uh, like a bobber. No, I can't remember what the ca- it's. People are saying cafe cafe people racer. Are saying cafe racer, but that's not what they're called. Uh, it's not a cafe racer. Um, I can't remember. It's. I don't know. I like cafe racers. Cafe and racers I like are cool. Bobbers. I like bobbers. I like old triumphs. I like uh, I like all that shit. I would love to to do something like that. But like I said, if I, I got kid young kids, and I've had too many people that have been hurt really bad on. No, too many people that have been really hurt badly on motorcycles, and have people in my family have died on motorcycles. And yeah. I don't know. I, it's just one of those things that even though I love it, like at this point in my life, I'm just like, eh. I'll just a I'll cafe wait. racer is close, but that is not. Is it a, is a street fighter? It's a street fighter. That's what I was. Yeah, is somebody it? said it, but it. Yeah, I'll show you a little picture of a street fighter. It's very similar to a cafe racer, but just like a little more modern, I guess. Uh, Have you seen those bikes that um, fucking Keanu Reeves makes? No. Oh yeah. See, I just man, I, street bikes just sketch me out. Bro. Dude, I, I loved mine, but also, yeah. It, but they're just it so just about they're meant, me. they're, <laughs> they're meant for one thing hauling ass like and it's super no, they're sketchy meant for two things hauling ass and donating organs <laughs> well, that's what i'm saying <laughs> like a harley you could just cruise bro you just go out on a nice day and just uh, and just enjoy a nice backcountry road and just enjoy the good weather and the freedom and it's a beautiful thing Dude, you, I, don't gotta, you don't it, have to tell it, me i know i loved riding i loved it but two things Dude, have you seen the Keanu Reeves bikes, though, before we get no. off of that? Like, pull those up, dude. Those fucking bikes. If you like those bikes that you just pulled up, that you just pulled up, you'd probably really like his bikes. Now, they're probably a crazy expensive. Um, These are kind of hideous. What? Dude, those things are fucking awesome. What do you mean they're hideous? Those things are dope. I don't even like those kind of bikes, and I think they're awesome. I think they're called, like... Kind of, I'm sure somebody's saying kind of hideous arch arch. Yeah. They're kind of oh, hideous. God, no dude. What? That's not even the best looking one, but no, they're not hideous. What do you mean? Those things are fucking pimp. Yeah. I don't like them. Oh, uh, the lines are funny. It's like, oh, dude, supposedly they're badass too. Like he put, he's a, you know, he's a big motorcycle guy. Yeah. Like this isn't just some famous guy that's like, oh, I want to get into the motorcycles. Like he's big into motorcycles. He Sorry, loves. But that it. is not attractive. The lines are really weird. Oh. On it. oh, dude, I think it's dope. I think it's dope. Yeah, not, not for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, opinions like assholes. Everybody's got one. They usually stink. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's uh, it's just one of them things, but. I, my favorite bike is still a Harley. I love, I dude, I love a Sportster. Yeah, I, I loved my. Well, I loved it at the time, but I did wreck it like two days after I got it, which kind of sullied it for me a little bit. But um, 
Yeah, dude, bikes are scary. Two bro. of the issues I have today, I'm pretty sure both of them came from the motorcycle. Uh, one being my mm. back and the other being my shoulder. So yeah. uh, I tried to evil Knievel my motorcycle into the back of a U-Haul because I didn't have, I didn't uh, have any other options. So uh, long story short, we were in Pennsylvania. We had to move out in two days. And it was just me and Alex, and we were loading all of our goods, or our goods, <laughs> loading everything we owned, all of our possessions into a U-Haul. And then before we got it full, I was like, I need to get the motorcycle in here, and we can pack around the motorcycle. Mm. And we tried pushing it up the ramp, and we could only get it about halfway up the ramp by ourselves, or like with me and Alex. Mm-hmm. So, and it had been sitting for about, I don't know, eight months, a year. Kind of figured the carburetor was probably a little gunked up, and... it it, it, it it, it went bad. Dude, I, I it cranked it. Bad. I let it run for a while. Just let it go. Let it run. It was running just fine. Sit there and give it some throttle. Never sputtered once. And I told Alex, I was like, just stay here. Just back up a little bit. And, uh, I mean, I've ridden motorcycles into the bed of a truck a bunch. Four-wheelers, motorcycles, whatever. I've done it a bunch. Four-wheelers are fun as shit to get in and out of trucks, dude. Why? Yeah. <laughs> that was the other thing, a uh, hobby that I used to uh, do a lot that I, I sold because I just didn't have time to do it as much, uh, and it was just taking up too much space in my garage. Was I used to really enjoy riding ATVs, four-wheelers. Yeah, but I take, take, oh, I shit. Uh, hit the ramp. The ramp was kind of steep and a little long, and I hit it, got one wheel in the truck, and the engine died. <laughs> And oh, I, I had nowhere to put no. my feet. I mean, I'm on a ramp. I didn't have anywhere to put my feet, and my, my car was right to oh. my, my right. Yep. So I reached up, and I grabbed the handle on the back of the U-Haul, and I held the bike with my left hand, and uh, it pulled my arm up back behind my head. My shoulder popped out, and yeah. uh, I tore my AC joint. Yeah. That's that's not a good that day. Sucked. That's not a good day. And it still hurts today, so... Yeah, that's that's a bad day. It's sketchy getting uh, motorcycles in and out of a a a, tr- a tr- ramp a truck with a ramp. It's it's sketchy. It's sketchy at best. Four wheeler never bothered yeah. me, dude. I, was, I just rode that bitch up in there, and you know, just as long as you make sure the ramps are good and stable, you don't want you don't want to kick <laughs> one of those ramps out from underneath you while you're going up and then but go. See, I, I grew up but, on uh, dirt bikes and four wheelers and stuff, <sighs> and I, dude, I miss it so much. That was one of my favorite things to do as a kid, and that's something that I want Eleanor and Flynn to do is. Ride dirt bikes and four wheelers. I want them to have that. Oh, so. dude. I had a what was it? A Yamaha five. It was a four a foreman, but I forgot what size five size. I had a blaster. I had that a Yamaha foreman. I can't remember if it was a five fifty or five. I can't remember what. It's been a while, but dude, that thing was had big ass mud and tires on it, a snorkel and shit. We'd take that damn thing out and bury it in mud. It was so fun to go out and mess around. And then at the same time, when you're not out in mud and you could just take it out in the woods, that thing would go over anything, anything. It was four wheel drive. I mean, you literally could go over anything. It was such a fun thing just to go out in the woods and and play around with. Well, um, to go back to the the motorcycle, um, the good news is when I was falling, I grabbed the brake, kept that front wheel, kept the front wheel in the truck. And I was able uh-huh. to get it the rest of the way in there before my arm totally, you know, what happened actually hit me. Detached from your body. <laughs> yeah. So he did at least get it in the truck. Um, but I'm like, I might need to go sit down for a minute. My arm kind of hurts. And I, I was, I was uh-huh. like, might need to go get me some ibuprofen, but I think I'll be good. And uh, Alex was going to get me some ibuprofen and I lifted my arm up. And when I did this, it popped out again. And I just felt it. I just uh, felt it. My arm went numb and dropped. And when it dropped, it popped yeah. back in. And, and I'm like, just like, mm, that's going to be, so 
<laughs> That's going to hurt. Like, That's I'll be hurt. back. I'm going to get a shower, and then I'll feel okay. And I went to the bathroom. I took my shirt off and my collarbone sitting up like this, and I'm just like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. So, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I, yeah, I came I back and loaded the rest of our belongings into the truck with a busted arm. It was great. Great. Yeah. Great day. That's that's that just doesn't sound like a good day. Nothing about that day sounds <laughs> nothing good. about it was. Uh nothing about that day sounds good. Uh that and the day following were the worst two days of my life. Easily. No question about it. Oh, Jesus. And and the that's two aggressive. luckiest days. Honestly. I'll I'll tell you about it sometime, but yeah, honestly, very, very lucky days. It was bad times. Well, you're you're lucky you didn't drop the whole fucking bike if I'm being honest. Uh, because Trust me, the next day could have been far, far worse. Oh, dude, Jesus. I'll just give you the cliff it's, notes. It's I'll like, give you the cliff notes. I was about to say, it's like, dun, dun, dun. So that day, like I said, we were moving on two days notice. Uh, so we rented a U-Haul, got the a car carrier for my, my car. So we had, I had an, a white F-150, I had an FRS, and then we had the U-Haul. So we were driving from Pennsylvania to Charlotte, which is about 500 miles. And Alex was driving my F-150, and I was driving the U-Haul with my FRS on the car carrier behind it. So we had a 30-foot U-Haul with all, all our belongings and my FRS and a white truck. And it took us until, I want to say it was like 2 or 3 a.m. to finish packing, and we had to be out of the house mm-hmm. and gone by 7 a.m. so that we could make it to Charlotte in time to get the keys to get into the new apartment. And it's about a 10 hour drive. So we didn't have much time. Oh, wait, I think I told you about I, this. You, go, go ahead. Yeah. You've told me this. I just, it just clicked that I, I, I'm going, Oh yeah. Go I ahead. Don't, Sorry. I don't know if we said it on the podcast or what. I think I'm, I feel like I've told it before, but the, the short of it is I woke up. So we went to bed at like two or three. I think I woke up at four or five to get everything ready to go. So I slept about an hour. I couldn't take my pain meds because I had to drive home. They, they, prescribed Vicodin and I couldn't take it and drive. So, uh, yeah, probably not a good idea. Popped, uh, I popped a stump town cold brew and got everything hooked up. I checked the trailer. I drove the car onto the car carrier. The best part was I drove the car onto the car carrier and I opened the door and I couldn't get out of the fucking door because the, the fender, the side rails, I was hitting the wheel. Well, so I I had to roll the window down, climb out through the window and then hit the window up button and close it. And I'm like, I have no fucking clue how I'm getting back in that car. No clue. Um, so attach the truck or the trailer to the truck, check it like six times, and we leave at like 6.50, just just in time. And actually, before we got off the road, I stopped and checked the trailer again because I'm like, this shit, I, I need this. I do not need any problems going home. Uh, and before we got too far down the road, I popped the second cold brew, and I'm like feeling it just like fucking wired just jittery and driving the truck vibrating a 30 30 foot truck one-handed because i can't use my other arm Mm -hmm. um get to charlotte without any problems we get there just in time to get the keys and when we get there alex's dad's waiting on us and he said look i'll get your car don't worry about it like you go rest (laughs) so he gets in the car puts it in reverse and starts to back off the trailer First, we realized that the the straps for the wheels, one of them was completely off the wheel. So it was only held on by one strap. And when he's back in the car off the trailer, the trailer rears up and hits the U-Haul. It detached. It wasn't even attached to the truck. It was loose. 
Oh shit! And yeah, that could that could have been. Super and and bad. if you know anything about U-Hauls, your car insurance is what covers that U-Haul. Mm-hmm. Found out the day after I got back that my insurance had lapsed two days prior. Oh, so I had no insurance wow, yeah, on the U-Haul or my car oh. or anything. And the car was on a trailer that was very loosely attached to the truck and the tire strap wasn't even attached. Like dude, that fucking day could have gone horribly. Yeah. That could have been horrific. That could, that could have been a, that could have been a, I would have literally been financially ruined forever. Like that would have been, if anything happened, like that would have, that would have been it. It would have been done. Well, Hey man, wasn't meant to be right. I don't know if you believe in fate, but it obviously wasn't meant for that shit to go. That she's bad for you that day. So lady, lady luck was on your side. That was, uh, I never want to relive a day like that. So, Mm. no, that doesn't sound like a good day at all. Moving in on, on the bright side, everything has been on the up and up since, and everything's been taken care of. Everything's been great. It's going great. Knock on fucking wood. But I, Right, just don't get bit by a lone star yeah, tick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> telling you, dude. That's, that, 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 that's a that ruins it. That ruin that ruins the outdoors for me a little bit. At least in the, I hear they're worse in the Northeast. I don't know if that's true. Uh, I know that I know they they came from. I know Texas. they were migrating east and north, but I I don't know where all they are now. I'm sure it's a pretty easy Google search away. Lone star tick location. This is how we Google things. Hey, look at this. This will make you feel really good about everything, Jeremy. Oh, God. They're probably everywhere. I'm just staying in my backyard with the well, palm this trees. Is a really low-quality screenshot, but here we go. These aggressive ticks. Let's see if we can get a better picture of these. Well, yeah, that's pretty awesome. So, basically, I need to move to Colorado. Uh, the moon. No, Colorado. It looked like Colorado was, was, squ- was squire. Yeah, Colorado's not in that, that, unless my geography's way off. Yeah, Colorado's way yeah. over there. I just need to move to Colorado. We're good. Uh, Florida's I, in there. Have, yeah, see, fuck that. I'm I have definitely care. seen these in North Carolina. The defining feature is that white spot. Yeah, dude. Yeah, see, fuck that tick. Fuck that tick. Fuck everything <laughs> about that tick. <laughs> Everything about that tick. Fuck it. I'm out. I mean, could you imagine never eating a steak again the rest of your life? It would definitely suck. Dude, that would be horrible. Horrible. I love steak. I love it. Probably too much. Too much red meat uh, supposedly isn't great for you. Yeah. But then again, there's always, there's also bullshit about that, right? Like one article you read says red meat, it, you know, you hear all these motherfuckers eating egg white omelets and shit. And then five years later, they're like, ah, food doesn't really affect your cholesterol. Eat all the eggs you want. It's like, okay, well then what the hell? Like, uh, who, who, how do you know which, what nobody what? knows but, anything for sure. Uh, nobody uh, f- for sure. Dude, it, I remember changes. Them when I was growing up, there was a, a story on the news and I'll, I'll never forget it because well, dude, when I was growing up, c- cigarettes were healthy. <laughs> They, they gave them for like weight loss, right? Like it was like a healthy thing doctors prescribe. So yeah. But like, I remember like I hated potatoes growing up, hated them. Just hated really? them. I don't know why. Like I love like them now. I love potatoes. Potato chips? Just, I hated potatoes in, in general, French fries, potatoes, everything. Potato yeah, chips. I hated all of them. 
Wow, that's and crazy. I remember when I finally came around to liking potatoes, I was just sitting in my living room one day, and there was a news story on the television, and they're like, "Potatoes give you cancer," and I'm just like, "Cool, cool, <laughs> great." <laughs> now I like these things, and they're gonna kill me. You know, it, potatoes don't uh, get you too cancer. Funny, like just, man. Ugh. Yeah. I mean you're going to die from something, right? Like if there's one thing common, none of us are getting out of this alive. Right. So, I mean, but at the same time, you want to prolong that as long as you possibly can. We should, we should probably start doing some comments though, because it's been two and we always like to do a little bit, even though we kind of did a little bit of a Q and a earlier, but we should probably, you weren't here. Well, there's, there's one thing that I I would like to have as a hobby and this is going to be dumb. Okay. One thing I really love is fishing. I don't, I don't do it nearly as much. Oh, okay. I do love fishing. That's another one. See, here's the thing, man. I'm so busy nowadays. Like there's a lot of hobbies that I've forgotten yeah, that I used yeah. to do a lot that I really don't do anymore. I used to fish a yeah, ton. Me too. I mean, I live in Florida, dude. I'm surrounded by fucking water. Um, but I, I don't really yeah, do it anymore. I, it's something I'd like to get back into, but this is, this is dumb, but Shrimping. I would, I would love to have just some fucking crazy overpriced decked out RC car. For no reason other than it's kind of fucking sweet. I had an uncle that was into that for a while, and they had the gas-powered yeah. ones and shit. And dude, those things are—they haul ass. They haul so much ass. What am I going to do with it? It's kind what of am fun. Do with it? Probably fucking let it uh-huh. sit in the closet with dust on it. But I want one. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things that I say I would like to do, but I'm so busy yeah. I don't. Like, I kind of would like to get a uh, uh, fucking what are those things called? Uh, Canoe, a kayak, a paddleboard, a oh, paddleboard. Yeah, paddle you stand on them and you got, I see people going out and they paddleboard. It looks like a nice time. It's good exercise. You go out on the water, you enjoy it. You know, it's good. Shit like that sounds fun. I kind of, there's like these little, um, I forgot what they're called. There's these little like fishing canoe type things they sell that, uh, I always seem like kind of a fun thing. To I do, want but, a, uh, you know, I guess it's called a Hobie, like a, a foot pedal kayak with the foot. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking yeah, about. I want yeah. That. Like that seems, that seems fun. Uh, I would really like to go to the gun range a lot more. You know, I mean, I really, I enjoy firearms. I enjoy shooting. I don't go near as much. I used to go like every single week. I had a, I have a gun range not far from me and I had a membership. So every weekend I would go to the gun range for years. Um, I, I just, I don't have a lot of time for a lot of that shit anymore. Unfortunately, yeah, there's, um, there's a lot of stuff I'd like to do, but I just, just don't, but mm-hmm. there are definitely things that as my kids get older, I definitely will will make it a thing. I, I just absolutely have to. Um, and, and Alex's uncle has a aunt and uncle. They have a house at the lake and they're like, you got a place to store your jet skis. If you get, get some jet skis. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Your jet skis are fun as shit. That just reminded me. Jet skis are fun. That reminded me of another one. Guitars. I have guitars hanging in here. I used to play guitar. Then I had kids and I got too busy and I got really rusty and I didn't play for a long time. And man, let me tell you something. Playing a guitar is not like riding a bike. If you don't play for seven or eight years, you pick it up. You can't play worth a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like my fingers forgot all the chords. They forgot everything. Dude, I used to play so bass I, and I couldn't play a, sh- I couldn't play a single fucking thing right now if I wanted to. Nothing. Well, I hung my guitars in here in this room on purpose because I was like, you know what? If I hang them, they're not, they were in the closet. I was like, I want to get back into practicing. They're out of sight, out of mind. I hung them in here. So I'd be staring at them. So I would start practicing again. So I would get back, you know, get it back. 
did it for like a month and then I got busy and then I haven't picked them up in like probably two months because I've just been too busy. But the the building thing, I used to build shit and make shit all the time. That is something that I will be doing more of because that's like I'm rebuilding the trailer I showed you earlier from the ground up. I I Mm -hmm. talked about that in the video I uploaded today. I'm, I'm rebuilding it. I'm painting it, putting a lid on it, like doing all sorts of stuff. And that's something that I want to do with the Taylor Martin channel more than anything. Camping mm-hmm. is fun. All this other stuff that I do is fun, but I want to build shit. Yeah, I did. I, that was one that I, I did share a little bit out on the channel, so I didn't mention it, but I did use, I don't do much of it anymore either. Again, too busy, but I did used to do a, a fair share of woodworking. I would build, ta- I used to really like to build uh, stuff out of pallet wood. Strangely enough, that was kind of like a thing I could sell them easily uh, and make a little side money back um, in the day. Um, but it was fun to like get old reclaimed wood and, and, and build stuff out of it. I used to enjoy doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's get to, let's get some questions. Uh, just have to click on this because dear God. <laughs> yeah, dude. How do you not, how are you not a guitar player with that name? Dude, neither one of my parents are, have anything to do with music. Like they're just not musically inclined. My mom could sing, but nobody in my family plays instruments at all. I have good guitar hands, man. I have very long fingers. I have, so I have I can, short, fat fingers. I am not made to I, play the guitar. I can, I can reach, I can hit some shit that most people couldn't reach. Cause I have like alien fingers. They're very long, thin fingers. So I, I have good guitar finger and they're not, I don't have terribly like stubby fingers. So it's easier for some chords where you're like having to cram in a lot of fingers in a fret. Like yeah, I, I can, fit. I have short um, stubby fingers, like literally the worst for playing guitar but you can get past it i have an uncle uh, that has short stubby fingers and that dude can fucking like I, wail on a guitar i mean bro. i he can play bar chords like nobody else because that finger's so thick he's wow he lays that i thing did down. love playing bass so i loved it i just I, i'd love to have another bass but i just haven't played in probably 15 years that just makes me sound so old uh-huh dude somebody said um uh, Martin's are super. Martin's are super nice acoustic guitars, dude. They're they're really nice. I, I kind of in between Martin's and and Ta- I really like T- Taylor's are nice too, though, man. Like they're they're. I'm kind of in on the fence about, but I don't have either one. My acoustic guitars aren't very expensive. I have an Alvarez, which I don't even know if Alvarez still makes guitars. I uh, um, I think they do. I don't remember. And then I have an Ibanez. They're not very expensive uh, acoustic guitars. And then I have a Les Paul and a Strat for electric guitars. I actually enjoy playing both. I like playing acoustic guitars, but I don't know. I think electric guitars are a little easier to play for sure. Here's a really good question. Uh, What's the most niche YouTube channel you're into? Do you have one? Niche. That's a good question. Hey, Terry, what's up, buddy? Terry Dolan. I've seen him in here. He's been here for a while. He's my man. He's my man. Um, That's a tough question, to be honest. I'm, I mean, probably a lot of like the whiskey channels that I watch, because I mean, really all they talk about is whiskey. That's pretty niche. Like they don't venture off. Like even with you, your channel's niche, right? Because the EDC, but you talk about knives and pry bars and keychains and wallets and watches and like all kinds of stuff. Like whiskey channels just talk about whiskey, right? Like that's it. I have um, to say, I think the, so. Like the weirdest thing it's definitely a niche but the weirdest thing i watch is uh andy schrock or andrew schrock he's a skateboarder he owns um revive skateboards i don't watch any of uh-huh. his other videos but 
he has a series called Warehouse Wednesdays. I, I don't know why I have to watch it every week. I have no idea. But basically, they pull in a, either a pro skater or a revive employee or someone, and they put them through a gauntlet every Wednesday, and they have to do all these different challenges. Uh, it's just huh. a cool series. It's stupid. It's fun. Yeah. It, it's usually more often than not, it's dumb. <laughs> it's really dumb, but it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, Alex is like, Ugh, why are you watching this? But I, I don't know, but Warehouse Wednesday is such a great series. It just is. I'm trying to think of, I mean, the whiskey guy, Terry uh, works with the guys from whiskey vault, whiskey tribe. Um, if, if you didn't know great YouTube channel, if you guys have never seen it, if you've seen me, you've most likely for sure seen the whiskey tribe, uh, whiskey vault guys, but I don't, so I don't know if maybe that would be my answer to that. Also the slow-mo guys. I like their channel. That's yeah, pretty fucking niche. Is great. niche. I mean, it's, I love Gavin. It's just slow-mo. I mean, Dan, that's like super niche. Gavin right? and Dan together are just such a great team. They really are. Is. They're funny as shit. Uh, and some of the stuff looks really cool in slow motion. Yeah. Like some of that shit is pretty awesome. Um, so I don't know. I guess maybe those might be my answers. I, I don't know. I, I, I say that and I'll be going through my YouTube subscriptions later and be like, oh, that's a fucking channel about how to shine antique coins. And like, you know, that's super niche, but or something weird like Speaking that. Speaking of series, uh, I don't think they've done this in a long time, but Bon Appetit has a guy named, uh, oh shit. What's his name? Oh no! What's his name? I have to click on Bon Appetit, dude. Speaking of why you're clicking that up, this is a uh, kind of niche, I guess. And it, there's something Rad. strangely satisfying. Have you watched any of the channels where the guys like get the old rusty, completely destroyed shit and refurbish it? Like they'll find an old Zippo from like 30 years ago in the bottom of the ocean, and you look at it and you're like, "There's no fucking way you could bring that thing back." And then they show the whole process and they bring that bitch back to looking brand new, and you're like, "Holy shit!" There's something crazy satisfying yeah. about that, by the way. But anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to derail you, but I just Brad Leone, that. that's his name. He had a series. Brad Actually, Leone. just about anything Brad does is amazing. He's a cook. Uh, a uh-huh. culinary artiste uh but he had a series artiste. about campfire cooking and that was one of the things that just got my mind turning on that but um he was just showing how to do it but he's just so funny he riffs with his camera guy who's Vinny. i don't know if his name's really Vinny, but he always calls him Vinny, and the, and they're riffing together <laughs> is just so great brad is one of the funniest guys on youtube and he's highly underrated highly um well and you know that's what i was talking about earlier with like you kind of get invested in the person as much as you do the content. You know what I mean? It, it, you, you get invested with that person. And I feel like even if they did something different, you would probably still want to see what the hell they were doing. Yeah. Here's um, a good question. Um, how, do- Oh God, sorry. No death to that. We, we have to, I will go back to that. I apologize. You just clicked on that, but somebody mentioned something that my wife watches and I fucking hate them with everything in my being, but go ahead. Uh, what is that? What, what do you hate? The zip oh, popping channels, dude. That. I can't. Fuck that. I can't. It makes me. I'm like, ugh, ugh, I cannot like because my wife's a nurse, so she's into like all the gross Alex shit, likes, like surgery channels and stuff and like she that. She has a very queasy stomach I, I, sometimes. I don't know how she can watch it. Uh, I saw one where a I woman can't. like it looked like she scooped fucking mayonnaise out of a guy's back, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, dude, see that's like I can't, <laughs> I can't do it, dude. I can't do. It. I could. 
disembowel an animal and not have blood and guts and pulling the fucking sack out of a deer i'm fine you watch somebody scoop some mayonnaise looking shit out of some boil on some dude's neck and i'm like here's like some, i can't here's some i can't custard do it, for your donut you know like yeah dude i can't like you're gonna make me fucking start dry <laughs> even just thinking about it like i'll walk by the computer and she's watching somebody squeeze a blackhead that looks like a fucking snake six inches long coming out and i'm like oh jesus why the fuck are you watching this what i don't the, get it I, at no. all uh-uh. uh <laughs> no dude she's a nurse and she's into that shit but i can't, anyway, I can't randall do oaks I can't asks do how do you get into whiskey i can't stomach the taste of neat whiskey but i love all types of beers also congrats jeremy on the cigar success oh, easy thanks, question buddy. to answer get some double oaked some wood for reserve double oaked <laughs> and if you can't drink <laughs> right. this in the words of jeremy sires you're probably not gonna like whiskey <laughs> Yeah, what you could do, man, is you could get some double oaked. That's legit. Get some double oaked. Try it neat. If you still can't stomach it, put it on some, put some water in it and an ice or some ice cube and, and get acclimated to the flavors and then slowly work yourself down, right? So start with an ice cube, drink that for a little while. Once you're really comfortable and you're enjoying that, then maybe Mm. take the ice cube out and just add a little bit of water try to you know get used to that and then work your way up to neat when i first started drinking whiskey i didn't drink it either because i was drinking like fucking jameson's uh, well for the longest time i always drank it with a big ice cube i just liked it with a big ice cube jameson's Uh, and and, uh i can't even think of uh what what is it right i don't have any uh jameson i'm thinking of like uh irish 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 whiskey? whiskey but like the 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 big whiskey Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. I was drinking Jack Daniels and Jim Beam and, Jim Beam and Jameson's, and they're all like yeah. harsh. I, I can't. I can't get um, down with that. So, but yeah, I, I um, I would say, do I still on a hot day will drink, put a nice big fat ice cube in certain whiskeys. Once you get used to drinking whiskey neat, then when you put an ice cube in some whiskeys, they go way too flat. And it's like, eh, eh, eh. but some whiskeys hold up really well to an ice cube on a hot day and they're really good. Um, but yeah, but just warm into it. Um, you might just not be a whiskey guy though, man. Some people just aren't, but I have found that a lot of people, if you start, if you start off kind of that in that progression, I said, you'll, you'll kind of develop a taste for it and you'll really enjoy it. I think Jeremy can agree with me on this. Uh, forget whiskey and just, just drink white claw. Uh, yeah, completely. <laughs> uh, Zachary yeah. Mobus or truly or truly says any recommendations for a wood made watch brand. I don't know of any that are worth buying. I don't either. Most of I the ones that I've seen are any. just, I've seen some that look cool, but they're probably hunks yeah, of shit. I, I don't know of any that are made. Well, they're mostly just Chinese products that are made very poorly with a, a brand stamped on them. And that's in my experience, right. that's all I've ever seen. So I don't know. There might be one or two brands that do well, but I'm not familiar with them. Uh, Terry Dolan, he's a a good whiskey guy. I was seeing if he had any suggestion about the whiskey. Trent Palmer is another good one too. He's a Alex said, Taylor, there's a hobby you forgot about used to skateboard. Uh, That was another hobby that just about killed me. So I had to stop. I would. Yes. That shit will keep you in shape, though, man. If you skateboard a lot, you'll be in good shape. I would bomb stairs. I would hit handrails. Just I was, I loved it. I was having a lot of fun. And the ollie, a single ollie, just about killed me. I ollied and landed on a rock, and the board shot out from under me, and my head smacked the ground. And 
one credit card, dude. One credit card. And I'm <laughs> oh, out. yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Credit cards so, are great, but I, I had... One credit card. I was like, you know what? Skateboarding's not for me. I'm seriously out. Seriously, I'm done. <laughs> uh, minor brain damage and uh, it still affects me today. Like, memory loss stuff just fucks with me. Uh-huh. Uh, here's another. Taylor also saying in a hardcore band as well, right? Yes, I did. I forgot all about vocals that. for a while, too. I've uh, done a lot of different weird stuff. Johnny B says Dalmore 12 would be a good, yeah, that'd be a good starter. Dalmore's pretty mellow. There are several scotches that are good starters. Uh, Monkey Shoulder, Dalmore 12, that Balvini 14 Caribbean cask is really pretty damn approachable. So, I mean, you know, just go out there and try a few different whiskeys, man. Maybe you're just not hitting the right one. Uh, Joshua Weissman. This is a uh, Terry Dolan, your, your friend here, says that I should check out Joshua Weissman because he's got a similar vibe to Brad. Seriously, guys, if you don't huh. know who Brad Leone is, go check him out. But Joshua Weissman. I'll have to go check him out. Dude, you know, uh, uh, talking about YouTubers, have you ever watched Camera Conspiracies? No. Oh, my God, dude. That guy's so fucking funny. <laughs> he's such a weird guy. He 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 makes me this laugh. Is, this is true. Taylor watches a lot of cringe compilations. I watch cringe compilations Idiot driver compilations, Karen compilations, Karen man compilations. The funniest one you ever sent me was the lady that was (laughs) filling up plastic grocery bags with gas. Hold on, let me see if I can find that. She was putting gas into into like fucking like grocery bags, like the thin plastic grocery bags that you get like at the store. This lady was pumping gas into grocery bags and then putting them in her trunk. And I'm like, this bitch is going to be on fire in about 30 I thought minutes. there was no way it would be real. Like there was no, I thought it had to be set up or something, but nothing. I feel like that's not, that's more of a Darwin awards video, right? Like I feel like that's Darwin awards kind of cracked me up. Uh, somebody asked me if I've ever seen Nomad Journal. Yes, the uh, a lot of the journals I use are uh, Nomad journals. Um, let's see, what are there? Anybody else got questions? Uh, make Friday night hangouts more than once a month. Love the show. Um, we would, and we may. It just depends on if we can get into a rhythm uh, with these podcasts and stuff. Um, we're kind of playing things by ear and trying to figure out what the best format is. Yeah. The problem with, you know, answering comments, the entire video is we love the interaction. It's really fun to, uh, you know, kind of do this. Hold on. Oh, is this the lady? Yeah. Um, I can, I can still talk. While she, look, dude, what? Look at the gas <laughs> pouring out of the bottom of that fucking bag. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like how, in what fucking world does that seem like a good idea? What is idea? she doing with it? Like, I don't. What is she going to do with it when she I, gets I, to I, wherever she's going? I, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> it's so bad. It's so but bad. It's okay because she double bagged it. <laughs> yeah. Her car probably it's smelled so like bad, gasoline bro. for a month. You just see it pouring out everywhere, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude it's, I don't. I mean. <sighs> Never in like, my life. Bro. I just don't understand. Like, look, 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 she's taking it. She's going to put it in there. Like she's not in a it. bucket or anything. Look. She just puts it in the trunk of her car. Oh, she's going to triple bag it. I think she's got a third bag. Yep. Just put it in the trunk. Just, oh, I'm going to, I think she's laying a bag down to set it on because that's because that knot she tied in the top. I'm sure oh, is yeah. watertight. that's fucking a man man. it's amazing like i I just don't i don't understand like please tell me that person did not procreate (laughs) like 
The scary part is those people like that have, have people, they, they make other people and those people are responsible for other people's lives. That just scares me so bad. Such a bad thing. Such a bad thing. Um, pain Olympics. Oh my God. Alex just mentioned pain Olympics. That was rough. You probably don't remember that. That was probably after your time. I, I dude, all I know is the the one that gets me. I'm telling you is the 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 one that the the the, the boils and the pimples and the, I can't I can't do it, man. It's it it gags me straight up. Like I can't, and I have a pretty good stomach with gore, but like if it's like a bodily fluid or like pus or something, I can't. I'm out. Pain, I can't. Gross. Pain Olympics. I think it's it's still to this day disputed what of it was real and what was fake. I thought it was all fake, but I'm I'm not entirely sure. Maybe it was it was real, but there was there was another one called um I can't remember. It was about people dying. It was like a documentary or something about people dying and it showed a bunch of real death. Uh that one was that one oh, was Jesus. heavy. Who the fuck wants to who wants to that watch that shit? Heavy. That came out when I was in high school, and it was dude. I don't, don't want to watch that. Rough, but Pain Olympics was like genital mutilation and all sorts of other shit. Yeah. Oh no! Faces dude, of no. death. There we go. I yeah, got, faces of death. That one. No, I've seen faces of death. I've seen it for about five minutes, and then I was like, okay, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. There, I watched one where these people were like beating this monkey in the head, and I was like, dude, this is just fucking cruel. Why the hell do I want to watch? Why do people want to watch this shit? I'm like, this is ridiculous. Right. I don't want to see uh, that. No, I don't know if Faces of Death know. was fake, but I, I think Pain Olympics was. I can't remember. I, I don't know. Oh, dude, people keep mentioning Bot Flies. <laughs> dude, That's another one I can't flies. do. I, I no. One more reason why you don't need to be outside, Taylor. I'm just saying. <laughs> Fuck oh, outside. God. Outside is great, okay? No, outside is. I'm kidding. Like I said, dude, on a nice afternoon, I love sitting out by the pool with the palm trees. I I got a bunch of palm trees in my backyard, and the tiki torch is going, and the wind's blowing the palms. Well, you got to be careful saying wind in the palms because with the hurricanes, that can be bad. But a gentle breeze in the palms, I should say. Um, two girls, one cup. I think that was fake too. Actually, I mean, nah. well, okay, it wasn't fake in the fact that it was definitely a substance coming out of that chick's ass into a cup and then they were eating it, which was disgusting. But I think there was something stuffed in there prior to the video. It wasn't poop. It doesn't matter at that point. It's sure. It surely anything coming out of somebody's ass. It doesn't you don't matter it what it sure. was, but, it, but it's for sure better if it was something put in there than if it was actual fecal matter, right? Like that's next level. Like I think you could die I from think they're that, both right? Pretty like, fucking you can't, gross. They surely are, but I mean, I think you can die from eating poop, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, this, these uh, these questions that you guys have for us are fantastic. <laughs> Dude, did you see that time that speaking of when Bear Grylls squeezed the water out of the elephant oh, shit? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it was like, oh, dude, I thought it they're, was they're, moss in a camel's stomach contents. He Well, no, he did that too, but one time he found a big fresh steaming pile of elephant poop. And he was talking about how the digestive vegetative matter in elephant poop has a lot of liquid still in it. And he squeezed it and it, it, it was run. Oh dude, it was rough, bro. It was rough. Rough. Wow. That's uh yeah. Goes back to like the things that get me right. There's a few things like that. I can't, I'm like, well then, 
Uh, someone earlier I I'm saw about to nope. I, I'm about to nope <laughs> on out of here. <laughs> I saw someone else mention earlier that uh, um, Bear Grylls has a similar series where he takes people camping. I am not familiar with it, but I'd be happy to look into it and see it. I think that'd be cool. Uh, what I want to do, I think, is probably going to be a little different from that, but I, I could be wrong. I don't know. I didn't know he had anything. So, well, he he had that thing where he took like famous people and did almost like a Bear Grill shows. Right. With I don't people. mean that. I mean like take them out to you know a dispersed campsite and just have right. some some camping for a few days. You know, I think that's a little different. Uh, S- Steve Sheehan, I think is how you pronounce it i'm looking i'm squinting because it's kind of far away favorite cigar tool um it's kind of a mix up between the modus and the one you mentioned right below that which is the perfect draw i like the perfect draw way better for clearing a clogged cigar but i like the modus for kind of a multi-purpose tool because it's got a nubber it's got a draw tool and it's got a, a punch on the bottom so if i'm like going out i can just take that and i've got a way to cut the cigar i've got a way to clear a draw and a nubber all in one um but as far as but for clearing a a, a stiff draw that they that perfect draw is a winner man that thing's a champ uh, i really watch i really um, enjoy watching alone uh, i do too i think it's a really great show and now i've met and know a few people from the show which is just really cool and here's another one coyote peterson uh i used to watch his channel is that the guy that gets bit by everything? Yeah, he used to. Uh, I used to love watching him, but I, I don't really watch him anymore. Brave Wilderness has just kind of taken on a different vibe, and I really, truly respect what they do, but it's. I think it's geared towards a younger audience, and it just doesn't pull me in anymore. Was it was the stings that, that really drew me in to begin with, the stings and the bites. That was the guy that got bit by like the bullet dude, ants and all the a, things, right? He's a fucking maniac. He tied some he he taped yeah, some dowel rods to his arm and got a um uh an alligator snapping turtle to bite his arm. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Fuck nope. that. Fuck it. Nope. All to hell. I tell you another I tell you another fuck that and y'all can call me a pussy if you want to. He's afraid of bugs. Don't care. <laughs> Not afraid of bugs. Uh, I, matter of fact, I'm the designated bug killer in my house because everybody in my house, for some reason, is afraid of, uh, deathly afraid of palmetto bugs. Like, if a palmetto bug gets in the house, which I don't know how many places have palmetto bugs, I, I don't think even that's know what that is. Very Florida. A palmetto bug is basically a roach, but they they don't live like you don't have to worry about getting a palmetto bug infestation in your house, right? Palmetto bugs are outdoor insects; they don't want to be indoors, right? right? Um. But they also fly, unlike cockroaches, and they can get like that long. So, I mean, they can get like, it's like a flying roach that that can get like this big. They're fucking huge. Um, And everybody in my family, except for me, is terrified of the damn things, including my uh, 15-year-old son. He'll kill anything, but if one of those gets in the house, he's like, Dad... Dad, there's there's a fucking palmetto bug in the house. You're gonna have to come kill it. So, they are gross, dude. Because you step on them, they snap. And you talk about Doctor Pimple Popper. It's like this white goo shit just goes everywhere. I mean, they are very full of you a know, white goo. It's you know pretty what, nasty. What gets me though, the bug that like ticks. I fucking hate them. I hate mosquitoes. But the bug that wigs me out the most, pun definitely intended. Is a fucking earwig. Fucking earwigs. earwigs, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude, those things are gross, bro. Dude, like, I, I'm not digging it. You can way. hear them popping from across the room, and I will fucking hunt that thing down and kill it. Because fucking earwig. <laughs> dude, you, you read up some horror uh, stories on earwigs. Those things fucking uh, dig themselves down into your ear canal and start popping in your ear. Just fuck that. So I'll hear one popping. <laughs> it could be all the way across the house. I will hunt that shit down. Uh, fuck that. You know, we don't have a lot of those for some reason. We get palmetto bugs in the house because we leave the doors open with the dogs and stuff, and those will fly in occasionally, and we'll get one of those. We have a bug service that you know treats the house uh, once a year, whatever, twice a year, whatever it is, to try to keep most of that shit under bay. We don't get we. I don't get them in my house here. My parents used to get them. I think it depends on where you live in my area, but um, scorpions we have here. They're little. They're not the big ones, but yeah, they're little. But they'll still sting the piss out those. of me. I tell you what else we have here is fucking banana spiders the size of my hand. You no, know we do have here now that I don't think we had here a few years ago. And it was something that was, that? was new to us when we moved to Pennsylvania. And Alex was actually fucking playing with these things. Murder. No. Hornets? Well, so I, I was actually <laughs> curious about that. I was looking it up and growing up, we had what we always called Japanese hornets and they're big. They're like two inches mm-hmm. long. But if you look it up, they're just called Asian giant hornets. And they, I don't think they're the same thing, but I couldn't find anything called a Japanese hornet. I couldn't find anything about that. So I don't know what those were, but they were big. And do they sound like fucking helicopter when they fly by your head? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but when we were in Pennsylvania, Alex was holding them in their hand. They would land on her and she would like just hold them in their hand. But assassin bugs. Do you know what an assassin bug is? What are I've heard of them, but I can't think that of, are was they one dangerous? of the things on Coyote Peterson's list of most painful insect stings. And it was like oh, wow, top two or three. Yeah, I'm out, I'm and out she was that. just like playing with them in her hand, had no clue what they were. And we found out about Coyote Peterson when we moved back down to North Carolina. And she's like, oh, my God. I was playing with those things in Pennsylvania. And when we saw them in North Carolina, well, they must not be very well, aggressive. Luckily, they're not very aggressive. They must not sting you unless you really piss know, them off. But when when she saw them when we had them in North Carolina, she's like, "Nope, fuck that." <laughs> we have pretty much every creepy crawling known to man down here, man. Florida is like home of every bug ever. Like, if, if there's bugs in the United States, we probably <laughs> have them here. I mean, it, they're just well, all over the place. I'm which, so glad that I could inform you that you do have Lone Star ticks in Florida. Yeah, that's great. Which I mean, fuck. Uh, just one more reason for hey, me not to want to camp in Florida. One thing you don't have there is bullet ants. There you go. Lucky you. We don't have bullet ants, so that's Lucky true. You. We do have these red. We do have these weird little red ants with these long, skinny butts that we get out by the pool sometimes and do. When they bite you. That son of a bit. And it's not fire ants. We have fire ants all over is the it, place here in Florida. Is it the North cattle Florida. killer? I don't know what it is, dude. But it hurts like a bitch when they sting you, and it, you get a big red welt, and it hurts. I don't know. They're little. They're not very big, but they got long, skinny, pointy butts. Uh, and they're like bright. They're like a bright red kind of color. And dude, it is not a fun day when you so get bit we by have, them. We have these um, here. The red velvet ants is what they're technically called, I guess. But those? Yeah, no. Uh, that's my, they're, they're, they're like an orange color. They don't have that black. And they're, they're not very big. They're pretty small ants. Um, but man, they sting you. You know it. I mean, it feels like a bee sting. It hurts. Yeah, these um, several people have several people have asked. Uh, sorry to kind of derail where we were going with that, but I've seen it a couple times. Asked what smoker I use. 
I use right now. I use a uh, pellet smoker. Uh, a pit boss is the brand. Uh, I really want. Uh oh, I think Taylor just checked out on us. But, well, the live stream's still going, so hopefully he'll come back. Um. Uh. Yeah, I use a pit boss. <laughs> pellet smoker. I, I was like, well, Taylor went away. Um, I want to get a, um, what's the fucking brand? Oh, I had it. I lost Traeger? it. A Traeger. Yes. I really want to get a Traeger. Um, I've honestly been reaching out to them, trying to get them to send me one for me to review <laughs> because I really would like to try out a Traeger. Um, but, uh, I, I dude, I am a, a, a firm, advocate of the pellet smoker i used to be against it i used to be against it i had a big old huge solid steel barrel like you know smoker with the side stack that you put the logs in and i was like oh if you don't smoke with all wood it's bullshit and i was into that for years and then man i got into the damn pellet smokers and i was like you know what i get just as good if not better results than i ever got using real wood with like not having to babysit the fire. So I have so, this thing uh, really quickly. Terry Dolan says, this is one reason I like Ireland. Most dangerous creature here is a perturbed house cat. <laughs> right. That's, that's it. Like that's fucking perfect. See, then that's where my, my people are originally from Ireland. So maybe I just need to go back there where there's no lone star ticks and fucking assassin bugs. So and kind of, kind of to, to, Rep. What's those things called? Black mamas. We don't have black mamas no, here. Those not, are they're not black mamas. South America. That's, it's the the cotton mouth. Cotton mouth. That's what it's called. They're black. That's why I was thinking black mama. But the the cotton mouth or uh, so. Watermelon. One of the things that I just to bring this back into the whole camping thing that I'm excited is BioLite sent me one of these. Now the it's a fire it? pit. This is a fan, and it stokes the fire so it's smokeless. But you can, there's a grill top on there. You can see right here, there's a grill top. Huh. Uh, but here, here's. What's the fan runoff of? Big ass battery. So you charge it up first. Uh, and that don't get hot and burn no, it? But here's the thing. Uh, they huh. may or may not have sent this to me three years ago. Oh, wow. And yeah, I shot an I unboxing mean, about four months ago. <laughs> And then I never uploaded uh, it. Here's the thing. I've uh, I've dropped the ball and taken a while to have done some stuff before. I don't know if I've ever waited three years though, Taylor. So I think you've taken I think you've taken the fucking cake for taking the longest to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, oops. Uh-huh. Uh, I told them that like mm, oh, I well. kind of was having issues with the channel. So uh, I don't know. They haven't they haven't emailed me That's, back in three years. So. There's that. That's too funny. Dude. Uh, but I'm excited to That's use it. Funny. Cooking on that. Like, a, I mean, cooking over fire, cooking with a wood, like take some cedar with me. Well, I can't take cedar in, but you know. Have you ever done that? By the way, I've never, I don't what, think like I've smoked with that. cedar. I'm going to sit here and lie. No, I've smoked with all kinds of wood. I've never smoked with cedar. I don't know that cedar would be good to smoke with. Um, I usually smoke with either oak or, um, I mean, they I like, do cedar uh, plank salmon uh, and stuff. Hickory. I like hickory. I like hickory a lot, dude. I'm a big fan of the hickory. Hickory is. Um, but um, where the fuck was I, I going know. with that? Oh, no, the cedar plank. No, like a I, fish. Haven't, I haven't done that. Were you, It'd be nice. Though. I'd, I'd love to try okay. it. 
Yeah, I've never. I don't. I'm, I don't want to lie and say I've never done it. If I have, I don't think I have though. I think I've eaten it at a restaurant. Yeah, but I don't know if I've ever done. I don't know that I've ever done it, it myself. Before, I've not tried tried it myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, cherry wood's good. I've used cherry wood. I use this is one good thing about those pellet smokers, man, is you can get just about any and the thing is if people don't know what pellet smokers are, it's like the little wood pellets. And people are like, Oh, but then it's got chemicals and shit. It doesn't. They just compress the the they, you know, I guess grind up the wood into sawdust or whatever and they compress it and like the sugars and the oils and the stuff in the wood holds it into the pellet because they put it under so much pressure. It's all a hundred percent just wood. Um, but you can get it in just about every kind of wood known to man, cherry, maple, oak, hickory, you know, all the shit. They even have the ones for you guys that are in the whiskey. They have the ones that's uh ground up Jack Daniels barrels and they have that turned that into pellets and you can smoke that's with that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pecan is also really good to smoke with. Sorry. I keep going back to that. Well, I, I like hickory though, man. Hickory man. I, I'd like I'd like that nice. uh, a smoker and a pellet grill and a big green egg and, and all these things. I just don't have the outdoor space. I don't I don't know about the green egg. I know a lot of people love the green eggs. There's a cult following to the green eggs. I've never cooked with one, so I can't say one way or the other. All I can say is I fucking love my pellet smokers. I, I do want to get a Traeger though. I love my pit boss. I've had it for years now. It's I can't believe it's lasted as long as it has. I mean, it's everything in Florida goes to shit when it's outside because of the humidity, right? Like it's undercover. Yeah. I have a covered porch and stuff and it's undercover and it never gets rained on or anything, but just the humidity in Florida and stuff, everything just kind of gets eaten up. Um, and it's, it's, it's been out there for years. I've had that thing for at least five, four or five years and it still works like a champ. I love it. So if, if you need a budget, uh, smoker. The pit bosses are great. If you want to go all in, I've heard the Traegers are awesome, but I've never used one. I certainly want to give one a try though. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't have any plans for any of that until I get a better uh, house situation. So it's all just moot for mm-hmm. me for now, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a grill type. Uh, I don't know if you call it a grill, but it's the horizontal one. I don't have the uh, cabinet or upright. I don't really like the upright smokers as much for whatever reason. I just, I find I can, I can get more on the long ones. I feel like, I don't know. I've had a couple upright smokers in my day and I, I tend to like the, like the big barrel style ones better. Well, do you think that's uh, probably a good place to wrap it up for two hours and 45 right, minutes? Sure. It's been a while. Damn. We have a hard time. St- well, well, Here's the thing. Tonight was weird because we had like a good 20 minutes of, of weirdness at yeah. the one spot that. So, so I feel like we would have, you know, probably cut that out a little quicker. So yeah, we try to keep it like two thirty, two to two thirty. Originally but, we know. were talking like hour, hour and a half, but we're four episodes in. Well, we might get there. We might, like I said, when somebody was asking about, you know, the more of the, the Friday night hangouts and, you know, we like the interaction, but, me and you have had this conversation, Taylor, we've had it on here, but the interaction makes things go in a hundred right. different directions, even more so in the podcast. So if we don't have a section where we kind of stay on task a little bit, I feel like it'd be hard to, uh, to stay on, on, on target. It's but, hard enough keeping you so, on task. I don't know, maybe we'll get, and it's just us too. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> trust me, brother. You, I, I, I hear you. Look, I know. I thought I know that, that things were getting better. I really did. It was 78 in here earlier. Holy shit, it's hot. 86. Why I don't know, it's it so like hot all 72 outside. 
I don't know what the, the problem oh. is. I'm so ready for cold weather. Not just cool weather. I want cold weather because I've been so hot for so many months. Yeah, 73 outside right now. Me too, man. And I got a while, dude. I live in Florida, bro. We're in peak hurricane season. We ain't got no cool weather for a while. Still. Well, anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with us for so long Thanks, and dealing everybody. with the technical it was difficulties. Great. Taylor, real quick, real quick, mm-hmm. Sires, what you got going on? We do our final closings with what's going yeah, on for so the week. So I just uploaded a video today about my off-road trailer and my plans for what I'm going to do with that. Uh, I have a video coming out on Best MEDC on Friday, and I have no idea what it's going to be about. I have not planned it. I have no clue at this current point in time. <laughs> so there will be something, but I don't know what it is yet. So uh, that's really all I've got going on, and I'll be taking Eleanor on her first camping trip, not this coming weekend, but the one after, and I am, if you couldn't tell, very excited. Excited. Excited, excited, yeah. excited. It's kind of like patina, 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 but excited, yeah. excited, excited. What about you? Uh, me, I just dropped the video on the cigar bundle. Uh, at this point, it's just for entertainment value because they already sold out. So you can't get one, unfortunately. They sold out in under 24 hours. So again, thank you to all you guys that bought those and gobbled them up. That's really awesome. Hope you guys enjoy them. But the video is still out there. You can still watch me talk about them. I dropped that. Uh, at some point... Uh, this I'm the next video I got coming. Maybe it'll be sometime this week is I'm doing a, um, this new espresso machine that I got. Um, I'm doing a review on it. I love this thing, man. It's like the company that I work with and I'll talk about them in the video. They sent it to me as kind of like a, a professional budget option. Cause I wanted like this really high end one. And she's like, you know, have you ever tried this company? And dude, I, I won't go too much into it cause it'll go into a long winded thing. What but brand dude, that thing is f- f- it's uh, it uh, oh god, oh. no! It's the dude that invented espresso. Um, oh god, I had it in my brain like thirty seconds. Agaja, Agaja Classic is what it's called. The guy something Gaja is like was the dude that like invented the espresso machine. Um, but dude, for like the price, it it makes like high level. What's the price? Like espresso drinks, man, like. Like 400? That's not bad because Alex and I have been wanting a, no. a home espresso machine for a while. No, and the dude, because the one like that I was wanting was $1,400, so. Right. The one that I was wanting was like two grand yeah. or like 2,500. And the lady's like, look, before you go do that, she's like, and we could still maybe do a video on one of those at some point. She's like, but I really think you should look at this because it's a more affordable price point for people that want to get into it, but get a really high quality machine. Is at it a, a lower water line or a tank? And I was. It's it's I a, tank. a tank, so that's good. It it's a tank, um, but dude, like the the steam pressure and the 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 uh, milk consistency for steam and milk and stuff, and the shots it pulls, it's got. I'm yeah, now yeah. going to in the video. Like I said, I don't want this to turn into a 45 minute. We said we were Jeremy, close real out, quick sires, everybody. I'll be Jeremy, that's, real quick. Sorry. Yeah, that's going to be the next video I got coming out though. So that's coming out, uh, and that's about it. And these shirts, I know a lot of people asked about these. Um, and these shirts are up on the website now. So that's it for me for the week. Spends $2,000 on a watch, but won't spend 2000 Look, Alex. Okay. I would spend 2000 on an espresso machine. Are you, are you talking about Taylor? Oh, she's throwing shade at me for sure. Did you freeze? Did Taylor freeze? Did he freeze right here at the end? Right here. You can't freeze at the end. You can't freeze at the end. This is a horrible way to, you can't end the podcast on a freeze all alone. 
<laughs> all by myself. <laughs> you guys don't want to hear me sing. Trust me. Wait, I think he's coming back. Okay. I was like, I was trying to hold on. I'm like, I don't want to end on a freeze. It's a bad <laughs> end note. You can't end up. Was she talking about you or me with the $2,000? Uh, she was definitely talking about me. Oh, I mean, dude, it's, it's hard to pull the plug because here's the thing about a $2,000 watch. You could resell that $2,000 watch and make your money back if you wanted to. And it's a collectible item and it's something you could ha- and it's something you could hand down to your kids. Right. And, and for me, it's a business purchase. Like an espresso machine right now is not right. Um, I'll give you some more details or, uh, about that thing, uh, Taylor, cause it's for the price. I think you would be happy with it. It pulls some really great shots. <laughs> that's what the problem's been. That's what the problem's been all night. The taint has overheated. We've talked about this. The taint is the radiator to the body and you've been overheated. That's, that's the big been, problem. It, it is 86 in here and, <laughs> and, and counting up. It's, it's, it's still increasing. So, all right, well, before you freeze up again, well, let's, let's get out of here. Thanks everybody. We love y'all. Yep. Links for everything is down below. So you can follow us in all of our other places and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye bitches. Patina, 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 <laughs> patina, patina, patina. Wow, dude.